What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach bod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off and free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com, promo code Bubba. Show have been granted to this station by the Bubba Radio Network and is intended solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this production without the express written consent of the Bubba Radio Network is prohibited. This might hurt a bit. Ready. I'm already doing it. Welcome to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Relax. So I took a day off. I'll be back. It's not a big deal. I'm getting old. I'm past my prime. I need a couple days off here and there. Me and Anna have 
and Dan have come up with a new sport that could potentially laugh at it all you want, but it it would be something that I watch. And so you know, Anna, who's trained in jujitsu, and Dan, who's not, just a t- kind of a tough guy. Just ask him. And <laughs> and like not about some high school and college. It would it would be yeah. I mean, you got some you got some no- knowledge, and the sport would be where you take a man and a woman fighting another big man and you take the big man's weight and they have to equal their combined weight has to be and Dan you gotta make you can make it like a plus five. Yeah within know, five pounds. Within five pounds. Right. So like I weigh this morning I weighed two eighty two. So Dan weighs so Dan and Anna is about right in that weight right there. Yeah, yeah. so we were thinking we were thinking about man, how, how good a fighting and I'm not even a trained professional but you get a guy, you get a 280-pound trained guy uh, versus two little whippersnappers like this. And I got to think that there's no way the the two the two team doesn't win. Exactly. No way. Exactly. Unless that 280-pound that guy just gets him one at a time and knocks him the F out. Yeah. And so then it's just like, good night twice. Starts with Anna. Yeah, but no striking. That's one swipe at Anna. No, she's no out. Striking. No, no striking. No, no, no on-feet striking. If it's just pure jujitsu, it would be interesting to watch. Yeah. I don't think I'd have All Dan had to do is distract me. Then Anna tabletops behind me. He pushes me over. I fall over. He jumps on top of me. And then she wraps her little monkey-like yeah, arms a, around me. She spider monkey. Yeah, and then a she choke, spider monkeys choke. my face. The more weight you lose, obviously, will be easier. Mostly just because of the circumference of your neck. <laughs> Honestly, you have a huge neck. Bubba, you could probably Jesus. let her hang from your back and try to choke you out, and she probably couldn't do it. I, I, I bet you she like, could barely reach around. You I could don't just know. put your chin down and turn your Hold head on. like they teach you. You want me to try it once? Hold on. Oh, oh really? We're going to do a little Get on his back, Anna. Mount, mount him. I just want to see, Anna, like, jump up. Mount him from you behind. Might get on your, you might have to get on your chair. And literally just jump Oh, up. she's oh. taking a sweatshirt off. Oh, I, I thought she was going to stand behind you, and I was going to push you. No, like full on, you know, let her get behind him, wrap around the figure, figure four. Yeah. No, just watch that chair. Go to her, go to her camera, so we can see this on video, because I can't see much from here. Get, get him from yeah, behind. There you go. Jump okay. on, but don't lay it in and like lay. I won't. I won't. I'm going to jump on you though. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> there you go. Right. Now put your neck down. Oh, she got me. Really? Did she get it? Would she get you? Really? Well, that if, fast? If, I, if, if you I put I your could, chin down first. No, but she, I mean, I wasn't. I was hard to get in, but. Can I, I do it? Anna, you're in shape right now. Can I do Look it? Look at you. She can do it to you. Yeah, Look that's what I mean. Whoa. I don't want to jump on your back. I want her to jump Look on my back. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch. my back. Watch. She can do it to you. Then look like, at her arm. Try to be a super. She had me. Look at her arm. Do she put, flex that for her. Hold on. She Stay right here. And just, and I, because I didn't fight back. Choke him out. Same thing you did. Same thing you did to me. Black guy guarded Ready after me. she tries to set it in. I mean, I, I, I won't set it in right away. Okay. You bull, the the bull crap you did, you set it in. No, I it to Dan. Well, don't go. All right. Don't oh, go. I don't, Dan. Bitch, scared, Dan? I'll fire you. Right, Dan, are you scared? Yeah. <laughs> you all right, Dan? Okay, I, I'm scared to keep going. I don't want to. What do you think, Dan's gonna flip you over? You didn't tap. You were. Yeah. Were you close? No, she was trying to squeeze on my neck by just flexing my neck muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Bubba, he has a Hold on. Neck. You, because you didn't put it in immediately. Do it. No, no. Hold on. Get back here. Cause I'll, I, if you give me a half a second to flex, bitch, I'll gotta stop it too. Danny All right, go ahead. But Anna, don't. Anna, set it. Okay. Set it. Go right for the set. Set. No, Dan. Dan neck. Oh, she got him. She still got him. Dan, tap out too before you go. I don't want to see that. She's not doing anything. She can't do anything to me. 
Listen, come on, Jay. Dan's not going to tap out. He's a man's man. Look at him. Oh, he's done. 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 Dan, you're done. I can talk. Flex the neck muscles. All right, let me try again. Let me try again. Let me try Look again. That was pretty yeah, good. Dr. Dan. Bitch can't tap me out. Yeah, look right, at Dr. Dan right there. All right, Bubba, that's pretty. Danny with his string bean back. Jump, as soon as you jump, I'm defending. Yeah, I know. I'll now, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. I'm a little gassed. All right, ready? Yeah. Are you okay, Dr. Dan? Yeah, I'm good. I got my lower back a little bit. Oh, Bubba, Bubba, uh, he dropped his chin. She can't get her body around this as quickly, Dan. <laughs> Look at her legs. I was the back out. Bubba's squatting. Bubba's doing squats. Bubba's squatting on her. See, there's the theory right out there. She can't even get her arm around his head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how good of a series this would be, Boba, guy versus girl. She'd just be hanging on your back for the first round. Yeah, my neck is fine. I had a little pop on my back. Wasn't expecting the, I, I the legs sinking. You're just too big. You're just too big. Were you flexing your neck muscles? Like it's hard to get there? that arm around his neck, isn't it? Oh, a strong neck. Of course you do. I can tell. Russell. Damn, Bubba like is not face. He's literally doing, like, squats. Oh, she got off his back. You, you she got off his back trying now to she's do in some the front. other stuff. You can't, do a <laughs> you can't get her hand in there. She's trying to get him from she the front. She can't even like, get her hand in his armpit, Danny. Look at this. Sticky to the ground. Oh! Was that real, Bubba? <laughs> no, Bubba's got her. My knee. Oh, oh yeah. He's, she's worried about her knee. <laughs> Bubba tapped him. That was, that was real. Well, I hope so. I mean, obviously, you know, Dan gave Bubba the confidence. I wasn't going to let Dan show me up. I know. That's strong. That's strong. The first time you let her get set. And if she's set in there, that's a whole different deal. No, I felt her on my neck, but I wasn't able to, you know, I was <sighs> able to prevent the choke. <sighs> you all right, Bubba? I'm out of breath. breath. <sighs> Imagine five minutes of that. That bitch is Times wild. five rounds. She is wiry. Could you do 25? Could you do five five-minute rounds? Because, like, collegiate wrestling is three two-minute rounds, and it's really she difficult. She is wiry. No doubt. Like a little spider monster. Did she you? take you down when she when she switched over, or did you just go down to your knees? No, no, she got me down. That was awesome. Well, she did that little, because you used your body I weight could, against me. I could tell yeah, where his butt weight good was. In those shorts, didn't it? What's that? Her butt looked good in them shorts. Oh, thank I you. <laughs> wow. Johnny how, how we've come. <sighs> no, I know. Two years so later. I the Daisy Dukes on, the, on chat. I'm like, yep, she looked good. <laughs> Yep. Uh, we, well, Legs I didn't get a chance. I was too busy. Not, not, trying not to I'm die. sorry. I wasn't able to revel in her ass. I was trying not to get killed again. So, while she was trying to choke me out, I was looking at her ass on the video. So, it was, you know, I, I was just distracted. I, wasn't, out. I was looking down at the ground saying, keep your fat chin in. Keep your fat chin in. Yeah, there's no way I can get you. Especially when I turtle up. Yeah. When I turtle up. Yeah, it's but hard. you can just feel the pressure that you're just... You're just muntying on there. You're just trying to get something. Right. Yeah, I could feel her laying in the pressure. Oh, I could feel that. She's got good then I technique. Saw, then, you then, can see. And then she went from, she was trying to, then she went to something else. I, I dropped you to the ground. It's not that I was strong. I could just tell where your weight was. Right. And you weren't expecting to go forward because you were pulling back. So you just pulled forward and just fell down. <sighs> She and then was, I tried to get you in a guillotine, but, but your neck's too big. Yeah, she was trying to get up in your armpit. You were paying attention to your armpit, and then she kind of swapped it and used your weight against you and dropped you right to the ground. Shocking. Yeah. Anna, Anna. Anna, are you, you're a brown belt? No, no, I'm sorry. You're a, a, <laughs> I'm barely a blue. But Anna, you're really, you really are a blue. 
Thank you. I've been I trained five times last week. It was crazy. Give him a shot. Imagine your guns. like if you're like with her out and like she's your girlfriend and some dude gets into a fight with you and you're just kind of you know it would be normally an even fight and then she dives in and she messes him. <laughs> up. Yeah, but hold in. Then you got to drive home uh, with her saying, you know, you're getting your ass kicked until I helped you out. Bubba <laughs> <laughs> would finally go viral. Uh, Bubba's girlfriend it. chokes out. In Can fight. you imagine though? You know, her and Blitz are out and the guy kind of gets the best of Blitz. I think he's not gonna get shot. But I was just gonna say, Blitz will just shoot him. Let's say Blitz happened to get you know you beach he didn't have his gun and then anna just comes in and munty's on with a rear naked willie with a backdrop jones oh yeah, my god the element of surprise really helps yeah well first of all she had to be almost a high jumper just to get up to my back yeah <laughs> that usually was the you don't do it from part. a standing position <laughs> Uh, my good friend tony stewart this is his um he tried a little bit of top alcohol last year but as he knows he owns his own nitro team with Leah pruitt and matt hagan uh, in Funny Car and Top Fuel Dragster. Well, he's in what they call Top Alcohol Dragster. And this these guys run about the big, the Top Fuel Dragsters run about 330. These run about 270. These are what they make the Top Fuel Dragsters guys run a couple years before they go to the next step. Is, is there any reason why this one's four wide compared to the other ones? Um, they just, they it's just track, right? Well, well the, as, as part of a gimmick. NHRA has a couple tracks that are configured four wide, so a couple times a year they do the four wide nationals. So there's nothing different. Right? There's nothing different with it. It's just four wide. No, they just they just run four at a time instead of two. Oh, that's and they get done that much faster, and it's that much more competitive. Instead of just beating one guy, you got to beat three. That's and more cool. interesting. Yeah, it's, oh, I think it's it, way op- cool. Optically, it's so much cooler. Yeah, this is the way you get people who aren't top fuel fans or NHRA, uh, you know, N- uh, NHRA rec fans right here. That's so, why I would watch the four. So watch when you four time. so when you win an NHRA at an event, it's the the trophy's called a Wally. A Wally? Yes. And and to win a Wally is a big deal. This is Tony's first Wally. This is the finals of the top alcohol dragster uh, event in the four wide nationals. And Tony wins by I think three one thousandths. What lane is he in? He's in lane two right here in the mobile one. Or is it three or two? Right here. This oh, would be two. Okay. I don't I really don't know. It could be three. But he's in nonetheless. He's okay, in the this mobile lane. car. Yeah. Mobile One car. Okay. Here it is. And I'm so proud of you, Tony. So proud of your ass. Light the four bottom bulbs. There's one. There's two. There's three. There's four. There's a green light start. Watch the scoreboards, and guess what? It was so close that they had to watch the scoreboards. Tony Stewart is an NHRA national event winner. He goes 532 and wins it. Last year, he lost. By wife? two ten thousandths of a second. This year he won. Those don't look like high three, technology cards. Ten thousand. Oh, that's, that's, that's his wife, wife right? Leah, yeah, yeah, Leah Pruard, and she's so cool. Like for real, she's one of the boys. Nice. Out of everybody Tony's ever dated, no wonder he married this one because she's just so cool. Now she drives the top fuel uh, uh, funny car. So she drives, you know, the one that's one step above his. She but drives. She's been doing it forever. Oh right? yeah, she's been. Like, yeah, she's been doing it since she was career. like, since she was like seven. Right, that's second been her. margin of victory point zero. zero. And she's hot. She's absolutely hot as hell too. Zero, zero, three, and Tony Stewart is a. Na- Tony Stewart now has won on the NASCAR level, 
on the every form of dirt level. He's an Indy 500 champion. No, I mean, I'm sorry, Indy League champion. Uh, he has won in Silver Crown, 410, USAC, non-wing, wing, All-Stars, World of Outlaw, uh, <clears throat> Xfinity, Bush, Trump. He could win 24 hours at Daytona if he tried. He, 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 raced, he raced the 24-hour Rolex uh, two years and got second. And it wasn't even his his driving part. It was car failure because they were winning like by like three minutes, uh, you know, one by at one time. In the National Hot Rod Association. Tony, you told us that you have thought about that loss here in the fall every day. You are now holding your own Wally. Is it as good as you thought it would be? Every bit as much as I thought it would be. This is uh this is so cool uh, to do all the things we've done in motorsports and to win a national event is pretty awesome. So uh, we were so close last fall and the start of this year has been so miserable for this team, but Rich and Richie and Eric and Bill and the guys on Mike's car, everybody, you know, Chris and uh, Tex that work on Jasmine's car, everybody pitches in and we take care of each other, but uh, these guys made big gains since Pomona and showed up this weekend. Tony, you have been vocal with how much you love drag racing. <laughs> it is inevitable that you bring up. I'm just going to cold call him. To this sport. What's your intention with hey, us? thanks for calling. To connect <sighs> I want to do it. Just say your name and what you're calling about after the beep. Bubba, live on the air to congratulate your dumbass. <laughs> hey, thanks. I love having the opportunity to race with these guys. This is a cool class with some really cool drivers and teams and crew guys that you want to get to know. So uh, everybody goes, when are you going to Top Fuel? I'm pretty happy where I'm at right now. This is a fun group to race with. Nice. Let's see if we can get hold of them. Light the four bottom ball. There's one. I think he staged the deepest, too. There's two. Seems like such a there's three. There's four. Bam. There's a green light start. Amazing, right? Super... Watch nice the guy. scoreboards and guess what? Tony Stewart is Hi, an NHL. Calling the person you're trying to reach. Do you think uh, he's still in Vegas? Yeah, he's probably still in Vegas. Uh, yeah, yeah so they're probably, still yeah, partying. Two hours There's early. No Three way. hours early. There's no way they're not. They're not in Vegas. So I mean, uh, Jay, you know what it's like to go. I mean, you know what it's like to go zero to what is it, zero to sixty uh, in um in t- two seconds. Yeah, quarter mile. I mean, we've all we've all experienced that. You know, ten, eleven second quarter miles. These are um, this is these are fives. That's insane. Now is this getting ready to go? Yeah. I heard yeah. it got. I heard it got. I heard, I heard it was right. scrubbed. We had a minimum of forty-eight minutes. Is some, Someone did, put it in chat. Uh, that's it. Got scrubbed. We, yeah, I wasn't sure. I'll tell you what. That, that thing looks time, bad. But, yeah. so that exactly yeah, it's, as, it's a big black dildo. That thing looked a little bit different on launch look day. That array and, of... um, we it looks like if you were a ten-year-old and you said, "Draw a rocket ship." Is this scrub, Rat? Did this get scrubbed? I haven't seen anything. The countdown on the TV up there is still I see going. It still says, yeah, T minus one minute, 28 seconds. We're getting yeah. ready to go. Is that what they're saying? I guess we'll find out in a minute 20, but on the news yeah. smoke at the bottom ahead. there. <clears throat> T minus. Pretend like this is launch day and um, continue and gather that data. Yeah, now this is not in 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 Cape Canaveral, is it? No, it's, no, in, it's Texas. in Texas. Texas that we have a launch pad over there. Yes, Houston ish. Yeah, I mean, the everyone keeps saying it's uh, scrubbed. Uh, they're going to try the next window at least 48 hours. Uh, they're the just still wearing the countdown for testing. Everything was looking good. Sadly, we just have the one issue. Everything was looking good. That is the one issue. Continue to.
Well, they scrubbed it like what? How many seconds left? And you whip it here until we're going to continue uh, to count down, and we're going to continue with it here seconds. until we Hold get on, to let's the. Hold on, see. Let's see what they go at zero. Yeah, like. So for those of you um, that have just joined us, They'll we're now at, at seconds, T minus one minute and thirty seconds to what would have been the launch of our oh, Starship flight test, but unfortunately due to a stage one issue we are going to uh utilize today as a wet dress rehearsal uh instead we are not a wet dress not oh. going to attempt launch um the teams are uh enough of that okay, hello so Who's much this? for that hello you're on the air oh, hold on hello hey what's up bubba it's hot carl don't google me hey hot carl don't google me how are you buddy good man so they they're are postponing it they might not do it because the cryogenic uh whatever it's called fuel or whatever propellant um basically they it, it froze one of the valves and he says if that valve doesn't start operating then it's it's going to be a no launch today that's like straight from twitter elon kind of like putting uh, updates as it goes if anyone wants to check it out all right hot carl thank you buddy so Appreciate it still it. may go yeah hard telling yeah it's probably not time for you to leave time to, for jay to step into the big boy seat okay see you guys Radio Network will return after this. This is Hulk Hogan, brother, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge show. I still have a snow how far, so I think you need to adjust your tip. You gave an $8 tip. What the hell are you looking for? I gave an $8. Okay, I'm going to bring the food back. I'm going to bring the food back. Okay. Not a lot of radio people that can talk as a fellow DoorDasher. <laughs> <laughs> From experience. I'm a DoorDasher. I did it for about maybe what, Blitz, two months? Mm-hmm. And the merch crick and I, sometimes like on a Friday night, would get in the smart car and I'd just start DoorDashing. And I and it's listen, I, I, I kind of I door dashed one time by myself and I quickly realized I can't door dash by myself. Because it requires me to get my fat ass out of the car and run up to the door. There's no dashing. And, yeah, there's barely any dooring and not a lot of dashing. And so, listen, when you door dash, you got to go to the restaurant, pick up the food, which requires you to go inside. They don't oh, let you drive. What? That's, yeah. what a hassle. you got to go in there. And they have a, all major restaurants have, like, a door dash, like, lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do now, yep. Yeah, yeah, and you go to the lane, and it usually will have the person's last name or the order number. You know, on it, and it's stapled. They have to staple it, like that's DoorDash protocol, mm-hmm. and which which also you know ensures the fact that or they like a big sticker over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something that kind of shows that your food's not been tampered with. I think it's very important. Uh, you know, because nobody wants you know, because a lot of times you'll see stories where people have gotten into some guy's fries or, or something like that. Yeah. I, There's I, a guy on like Instagram and TikTok. He buy like he'll go to like McDonald's, you know, and pick up a DoorDash. And then order whatever the same thing is, and he'll walk up to the people on video eating like fries. He'll like take a bite of the sandwich. You go, this isn't bad, and they hand it to him, and they flip out. And he goes, I'm just kidding. I got your real one right here. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, it's it's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, at when you DoorDash, you kind of figure out like the dist. Like really, you you, you got to stay within like five to seven miles. In sure. order, in order to be for it to be efficient, and and for you not to get killed, like waste your time, mm-hmm. and so 
But nonetheless, when I was DoorDash and I had to merge quick and I on, I had it down, I should actually blitz start videotaping. I mean, listen, I don't, you know, I could use the money, but, and, and Howard jobbed me out and everybody else's job me out. But uh, listen, I mean, I made like, you know, 80, 90 bucks yes, on, on a Friday. Says, uh, just Dashers a couple hours, right? Nationally yeah. earned $25 per hour for their work, including 100% of the tips. So... I would, I but I had it gamed out too, buddy. I would pull up to the restaurant in the smart car, which is the most gas-efficient thing that I have, and Blitz, that was before uh, SO or whatever the hell, SOS Tire Rick fixed it. Oh, yeah, you didn't have no AC? Well, remember it would overheat? Oh, overheat, oh, that's right, that's right. Now it will not overheat. Like, I've driven it around even, like, you know, at stoplights. Remember, it would be okay until you go to a stoplight. And yeah, because the fan wouldn't kick on. Right. Now it, it it's fine. So I gamed, I gamed the DoorDash system, system as I would pull up to the restaurant, Merch Crick would run, I'd make a run, run in there, grab their food. I never had a gallon car. <laughs> then, then we would drive it to the person's place, and she would run it up to the door. Boom. I would actually try to, unlike probably most lazy-ass DoorDashers, I would try to get it there as fast as I could. Yeah, that's the word. The, the name Dash is in the name. I know, yeah. but you know how so, some, yeah. Like, yeah. I literally would be like, you know, well, when I, when, when, when it comes up on your menu, as you, if, when, if you're a DoorDasher, you have a whole different, you know, interface and menu. It shows you the orders that need picked up, how far they are, and how large the order is. So you can pick and choose, and like an order will come up on your screen, and it'll say, do you want this order or not? And you can deny it. Okay. Say, no, I don't want it. Yeah, if it's only like a $10 order or something. Yeah, $10 order, and it's like, you Versus know. Versus like a $200 order. Away. Well, the, the more importantly, it's the distance. Right. Mm. You know, so, because you're, you're automatically setting yourself up for failure, because if it's a long distance, it's going to take longer to get there, yeah. and it's going to make the consumer mad. Mm-hmm. And then it lets you know, Blitz, when the order was placed and how long it's been in queue. So you take that in consideration, too. Yeah. Like, if there's been one in queue for, like, you know, 20 minutes and nobody's picked it up, well, that guy's mad as a hornet by the time you get it there. Sure. Yeah. So it, there's a whole bunch of different ways. So I had it down. Well, this woman here's stupid. She picked up an order that was 12 and a half hours. I mean, 12 and a half hours. That's a <laughs> I mean, that guy, you have to go and... Get a portable microwave and heat it for him. It was twelve and a, it was twelve and a half miles. It took her forty minutes. Actually, it didn't. It didn't. No, they. I, I I listened to the video and it was only five and a half miles away. It took her twelve minutes. And uh, okay, well, they gave her an eight dollar tip, like, which that's, is great. That, that's not bad. Yeah. You know? I mean, usually most tips on on DoorDash are between five and eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's about what you get. Yeah. I mean, you know, great. No big deal. Probably cost me, took me 15 minutes of my life. Um, I made like a, I think DoorDash gives you like a $2 deal. You know, they give you instantaneously get like two bucks. Mm-hmm. And if they gave you eight, that's 10. It took you 15 minutes. <laughs> what well, big deal. Well, this bitch here, she goes to drop off this person's. Well, big deal. Oh, hold on. That's that's oh, me. That's a red I'm oh, sorry. Me self. I'm a me self. So this door, I would come unglued if some bitch hold my food hostage. I'd let her go. She's crazy. 
So she's ringing the doorbell and she's uh, uh, pleading her case nonetheless. This is the DoorDasher, the woman dropping the money off. I mean, dropping the food off to this person. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm assuming, the person's ring, right? This is their ring. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Ring camera. Now, now, Anna, have they gone now and since refuted, like, like went back and and yeah, got at least the data. The video that I saw it showed the actual distance and the amount of time it, it would have taken her. And a half miles. So I don't think you realize how far it is. So but what I think you See, and so the guy, the consumer knows that you don't have to pick it up. Yeah, why'd you accept it? Right, if you accepted it, big deal. I, they don't let us know how far, so I think you need to adjust your tip. Man, I, I, I just, I'm sorry. I don't have the ability. I can get here on the radio and beg for money all day because I think I'm giving you something. And I think, you're, you know, I don't think there's a lot of options for you to have this good of radio other places. That's the whole premise of our business is that we're good. Everything else sucks for the most part. You like us. We like you. You give us money. We're like some, you know, we're like radio pole dancers, if you will. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. You don't have to give us money. You don't have to do nothing. And if you don't, it's not like we're going to take the show away from you. Yeah, it's not, gonna, it's not like we're going to take the show away from you. But those that give, give. We're out there. We're like that Salvation Army guy that's out there ringing the bell God. outside of Walmart. You don't have to, you know, throw a couple quarters in there. But some people do. But if you throw enough quarters, <laughs> you get to come to a kick-ass uh, weekend of partying. If you throw enough quarters in there, baby, you get a <laughs> ring. You get a kick-ass weekend of partying. You get to become famous. The whole nine yards. Maybe even a bus behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, my That's lord. That's pretty damn good. And they have, like, if you look at your uh, DoorDash back end, you know, you, the the, per, the people that are, you know, working it, they'll have, like, if uh, if it's a heavy time, they'll have, like, a $3 impact or a $4 pickup fee, you know. And a lot of times when I was DoorDashing uh, and near my apartment wouldn't be anything. It'd be just straight. But like up in Carrollwood or South Tampa would be like a 350 impact Willie. So I would just drive down there and, you know, and in because they didn't have enough drivers down there. So they'd automatically give you like a three dollar pickup yeah. fee. Let me ask you this because I've since forgotten. I've only used what's the other one? Not DoorDash, but Uber uh, Uber Eats. Uber right? Eats yeah. yeah, I used it only like two or three times when I had covid the first time. Right. Um. Can, do you have to give the tip before the food arrives? No. Right? So it could be pending, so you could not know what you're going to make but, until, like, but sometimes, hours later. But sometimes you can. So this guy just threw in the $8 tip right. before. Which is now, crazy, because I also, would only tip after. But you can also then add, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, like, you know, he threw an 8 just before he even got the food. Right. Can you just, take away 6? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I, don't, I think you can. I, th- I think you yeah, can. You can lower it now. Joining us now here on the. Fa- oh yeah, then some guy and this. Uh, well, this it is looks like, like they've people. changed it since this story, DoorDash, because this this is from like 2021, and I guess uh, in 2022 they they've changed it now where drivers can actually see because before they couldn't see like how far they had to go and different. When was, when, like, when, when when I did it, it it. 
it showed you how far it was and the approximate travel time. Like if they throw like a GPS. Yeah, they changed it. That 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 story is from 2021, so they changed it since then. But it, now that story, I'm saying that video. Okay. But, yeah, but they did it back then, though. According to what I was reading on, because I was wondering when they changed I it. I never had a bad experience ever. I never, in, and I mean, I probably door dashed for a couple months, probably maybe 10 total times. I never had, the, the only bad experience I ever had was, was not anybody's fault, but that was like having to run it up to the... 13th floor of one of the big of the Bank of America building mm. and trying to find parking downtown and you know running it up the elevator and then find, like that was but that's not yeah, that the sucks. consumer's fault or that's not even DoorDash's fault that's just you know a guy a lawyer on the 13th floor wanted I mean like that's what it's for mm-hmm. but you know finding parking downtown at 2:30 sometimes blitz I would do it after the show for lunch and that's really busy, especially in this area. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's door. Then I tried to game the system one time, and it didn't work. But Tara said, hey, listen, I'm catering in. I think I think she was pizza or something, but it was an easy one. It was like 10 pizzas from the Domino's on, on Kennedy, right? So, so I called Tom and got a deal. No, no, oh. no. So, yeah. so I called Tom and I got the pizzas for free and I charged Char- Tara $200. So Tara, let's just keep it off DoorDash. We'll just do it. So you should have done. On no, the table. But I, so I, I sat in Tara's parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. And she DoorDashed. You know, she put the order in. And for some reason, some dude driving by, I was in Tara's parking lot. Some dude driving by got it before I did. Mm. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. But I might start doing it again just for content. It's pretty good content. I mean, yeah, I might just start doing it again for content. I might start doing it again for some extra cash. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but the thing about it is since COVID's no longer COVID, supposedly it's not near like as good for the drivers as it used to be. No, I mean, I don't think so either, but cuz before everyone was using it mm-hmm. and then yeah, they ran like, out of money. Yeah, well, <laughs> one everybody was rich and nobody could go out and and mm-hmm. everybody was using it. Now, everybody can go out. And back then not many people had used it, so like they had a lot of the, you know, your first DoorDash you get, you know, mm-hmm. 20 bucks off or you know, whatever. So p- people have already used all that. Yeah. I'll probably do it. Listen, I got to be honest with you. I really value my Friday nights just, you know, getting uh, all drugged up and going to bed. <laughs> so you do that every I mean, night. I mean, listen. Just get I, drugged up and do a Oh, can you imagine? There you go. I'd forget where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I fall, fall asleep. You fall asleep. Start Smart car drives through the Jimmy John's window. Oh, no. You go to the wrong department multiple times. You're viral for that. I will tell you this. One of, the, one, of, one of the things that kind of got me off of it is, you know, you can't, dis- you know, you can't necessarily determine the area you're going to. You know, I don't know Tampa like, you know, and I got into some pretty shady areas. There's a few. And <laughs> yeah. like south of, south of um, Gandy. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it south of like Pasco? No, like Dale Mabry, south of Gandy, mm. it gets pretty shady. Yeah, down there. Yep, and to the right, like let me like um, south Dale Mabry, south of Gandy, 
uh, getting close to the, uh, the, the west, base. West. Yeah, so like almost that Port Tampa area. Yeah, yeah, no, Port Tampa is is it's getting better. No, this would be west. Yeah, this would be west. Just close to the base. Yeah, close to the base, but to the right of the base mm. is it gets a little sketch. Yeah, I think if you drive the smart car through, let's say uh, East Tampa, I think would be pretty good. Yeah, put the lights on at like nine, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Kind of like north of Ebor there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, VM Ebor. No, East I'm done. Tampa, I'm done. Where the they're just numbered streets. I'll just take eighty dollars less, <laughs> and and watch Yellowstone when it when it when it returns. Hopefully, it doesn't get canceled. Are they? Hold on, are they? Whoa. I don't know. There's all these rumors that because Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner is being a uh, a real dick. Yeah. yeah, and they're saying that it, they may just end the whole entire series uh-huh. of Yellowstone and just go to something totally different. That's all what, because that's what the rumor is. Well, because he, they, he was like scheduled to shoot for thirty days, and then he turned it down to ten. Now he wants it like for three. Yeah. Now he wants to be there for like forty-two minutes to shoot the whole deal. Pretty much. He's gonna ruin our whole show. I, the guy that I like the most. Yep. He's not being very Dutton-like, is he not? Not at he's all. He's being a dick. Yeah, he's being a real dick. Hope that Irishman taked him out. <laughs> Remember that crazy Irishman yeah. on 1923? Yeah. I didn't realize how many hit uh, uh, franchises this t- uh, Tyler Sheridan has. Oh, he's writing everything now. My God, it seems like everything, everything on TV that's good is written by him. And he's just a regular dude. He was a struggling actor in in L.A. and became like wrote. I don't know what his first thing that he wrote, but he's got what? He's got 1883, 1923, Yellowstone, Mayor of Kingston uh, and about maybe 10 others that he's written. This Tyler Sheridan guy. Is he making any money? I I, I mean, let it me says ask. his net worth is worth 15 million, but that's just probably because, you know, why Blitz? Because probably. Yellowstone and all these things have not got into syndication. You know, you know that when Yellowstone finally ends, they're going to just syndicate the hell out of it. Everybody in the everybody and their brother is going to. Right now, it's exclusive to Paramount Plus. It'll but, be on Me TV here soon. Well, but well, no, but like Netflix or Hulu or somebody will cut a big deal. I mean, let me. It was just oh, too yeah. popular. To keep it on Paramount Plus. No, this guy should be. Plus, how many? There's only a certain amount of people that have Paramount Plus. Yeah. So there's really only a certain amount of people. I mean, Yellowstone is the number one, I think, most streamed show in the history of streaming, just on that little sliver of Paramount Plus. Can you imagine if Hulu bought some rights to it, and you know, Amazon Prime bought rights to it, and Netflix bought rights to it, and HBO? Mm-hmm. So if Tyler Sheridan's worth fifteen. Now, wait five years from now, he'll be worth, I don't know, $400 million. And he's still writing more, too, that, you know, obviously the six, the 6666 one's coming out. Yeah, he's probably over, he's probably over Kevin, you know, Kevin's Kofner, Costner. Yeah, well, that's that's supposedly, a lot of people are just over They're it all now. rumors, too. What's the latest, um, I got to go into words, so I'm not too far late, but what's 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 the latest on, on, Bre- on, on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to give a decision. He's supposed to give a decision this week. And the latest on Brett Favre is, I heard he said, his lawyer said they are going to sue Pat Ma- McAfee into bankruptcy. Correct. And what was McAfee's response to Bring that? Bring it on. Bitch. He said, I'll see you in court. Yeah. I, I am a guy that has said that a few times, and sometimes that doesn't work out too good for you. 
This is Clayton from Paper Tongues, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. I wonder if you can hear us or not. Uh, Alex, can, can you, you hear, hear me? me? Can you hear me, buddy? Bubba! Can you Bubba! hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right, show's over. Can, can you hear me? Just loud and clear. Loud and clear. All right, so okay, listen. now I'm hearing an echo, so so exit out of that. All right, is that better? 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 Yeah. All right, now, now listen. Rolling. So listen, I got to tell you something. Before you uh, overtake my show like you always do, settle down and listen. This comes from a friend, okay? I was looking at you as we were getting ready to go on the air, and you looked stressed out and tired. So, you know, and that's what prepaid has been saying. And I'm not stressed out about my show. I'm just stressed about uh, something's going on. Like I'm, I'm looking deep into your soul and, and there's something that's worrying you. You got bags under your eyes. Your forehead's a little higher than it usually is. You got yeah, kind I'm of losing hair. You got it's kind of a Bubba. you kind of got like I'm, a Polly Shore look a little bit going oh, on here. Polly Shore. I know why. It's because I'm the fattest I've been in three years, and I just can't shake the weight. I just can't shake it. Because you got off the the Zim, buddy. I mean, why? Why'd you get off of it, buddy? Yeah, I'm on it. It makes you you get diarrhea a little bit. I get a little bit of diarrhea, a little bit of nauseous, but... You know, my appetite's down. I know, I know. Pain is beauty, Alex. Alex, well, you need both. You need honor, you need you need you need some Botox. You're on TV now. You got a big crinkle in your in the middle of your nose. You're supposed to have a flat forehead. You're on you're on TV. I got a big crinkle right there. I know I'm getting more crinkles the more weight I'm gaining, and I've got this you know crazy face. And it's, it's, show, it's showing too. There's somebody that loves you like I do. I love you so much, and you're my <laughs> friend, and I see you deteriorating in front of my own eyes. I mean, I wish I had a rebuttal. I don't. I'm not doing great. I, I got it. I mean, I'm, I'm. This is the thing too. Is yesterday I didn't eat. I fasted all night. I mean, I fasted all day. And then when I get home, you did two racks Paige, of Oreos. You did two two racks of Oreos. I didn't do any racks of Oreos. I did a thirty piece candy uh, Twix and yeah, uh, then you're just a done. Milky Way. Poor guy. And I'm just sleep eating. Am I eating? And and it's and I'm it's I cannot blame it on this, Bubba. But I was. Into my diet, into exercising, but when I lost my mom, I just was like, "Oh, I'm so depressed. I stopped exercising. It was the worst." Yeah, thing but hold on, ever. now, now but now been... you have a big time job. You're interviewing big time actors. You talk to your mom every night on your show. You talk, you, you know, your mom is still with you I in know. spirit. It's that. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not that. I'm just saying it's like I lost that motivation. It's so hard for the people out there. If you're in the fitness world, it's like the Clem Gym. It's all the, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's hard to keep that fitness regimen up. I, I know. Trust me. I, my, you know, I used to be too. Health is is failing it is it. it is you're failing right in front of our eyes i'm so sad i know are you gonna are you, I gonna, know, for my, are you gonna taser yourself yeah for the show i think i'm gonna have one of my so so listen to this do you want to hear the you want to hear the scuttlebutt i almost got fired already on my thursday show i thought it'd be so funny to burn a harry potter book and so i catch the book on fire it, it, it you know it's a small fire it's not even a big deal nobody would even care about the little fire the pages that the burnt it wasn't that big a deal at all got away from you but i'm being i'm being funny and i grab the fire extinguisher and i'm sh- and i'm shushing it you know I'm oh you know it. what like, the I'm, equipment you know, the equipment the equipment does no, not do listen, well underneath the fire the fire worse, repressant dust even worse than uh-uh. the equipment <laughs> 
even worse than the equipment. In the middle of the show, I spray it kind of towards the camera. One of the cameramen gets a little bit of chemical burn in his eye. Oh, you're done, kid. You're Glenn, like Beck, Glenn Beck thinks that you become a liability. And, no. Oh, my. And I, got, and, I, and I got that rap on and, me. And the guy's fine. The guy's fine. He just rinsed his eye out. It was fine. I'm just saying he had to run off set temporarily. To now, is the Thursday eye. show the same one that Bubba was on for seven seconds? Well, because Bubba's doing the oral sex bit yeah, on the show. <laughs> that was so funny. You're trying to get kicked off. You're doing the, <laughs> yes, the first A woman show. putting a, a, a fully clothed wo- a fully clothed woman putting her face in my fully clothed crotch is is which is, I love. No, I love that. The YouTube terms of services don't like that, Bubba. Oh, you know, I love that all day long. <laughs> screw you know, that, I'm, please. I'm all about it. Please, we please. don't care about terms day. of service. Listen, Look at us. We're banned. I and... care about. I care about. No, I care about YouTube I care terms about... of services more than I care. No, let me finish this statement because I'm going to actually, I'm going to write my monologue on it tonight. I care more about the YouTube terms of services than I do the in the laws in the street. Than a That's how we should be, too. We do, too. We do. No, we don't. Well, we should. But here's the deal. We just got kicked off of Twitch for 14 days. Yeah, we got banned. Yeah, I know, but a two-week ban, is that, is that yeah, all it was? Yeah, two weeks. All it was. Two weeks. Hmm. Do they even tell you, though? No, I mean, well, Twitch we got an so idea. Hard. We got an idea, but whatever. Let's leave it well, alone. It's ridiculous. It we're alone. so woke. Yeah, no, but that, we're, we're, we're fighting the censorship. It's insane. With my show, I had to say everything sarcastically, which I don't mind, but it's just really sad. Yeah, that, you have to. You know, we talk about this. But we talk about this all the time. It's like, you know, it's a joke is in the conspiracy world that it's, oh, it's like, you know, George Orwell that, you know, now that's like Big Brother's watching. But literally it is even on these, even on YouTube, even on your Twitter, even on any social media. Even on your phone you when it's turned off. It's just, it's <laughs> well, ridiculous. Well, after 9-11, you know, they have warrantless search and seizure of our phone. So the CIA can, if they think you're a terrorist, they can look up your phone and text messages. If people don't realize that they can look up, if they think, Bubba, if they think you're a terrorist and that you're a national security threat, the CIA can look well, up all your Patriot messages Act. right now. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they Patriot, Patriot, they Patriot Can you imagine what they find on your phone, Bubba? Can you imagine what they find on my phone? Oh, Man. Yeah. You're going to be like, I think we're safe, but this guy's a sicko. This guy's into donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> but Bubba, now they're going to say, like Gavin McGinnis, is, he started a domestic terrorist group. They're going to say, oh, the Bubba Army. I mean, if they would have been to that Bubba Army party, they might have thought it was a domestic terrorist Man, group there was the so much party. love. It was a cult. There, was no, there wasn't one mean-spirited bone in that entire party, no, man. Everybody's just chill. They'd be like, man, Bubba Army is the biggest. It's uh, That's the most chill cult ever, it's man. It's the friendliest cult. Yeah, yeah. we would have picked up some of those yeah, guys. Yeah, but it checks a lot of boxes. It has like a leadership group, yeah. has, charismatic you know, leader, kind of like, yeah, you know, uniform. Alex, let's not get him on leader. our radar, kid. Yeah, who cares? You get rewarded with a ring uh, if you participate at a certain level. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm just a step from Elron Clem. Elron Clem, Elron Clem, Elron Clem. Here's what I'm, here's I mean, what I'm, here's what I'm most concerned about. I, 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 I think I'm pretty good at, at at entertainment and knowing what's funny and what 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 have you. I've been doing that long enough. That bit that you had on before me, the Disney rewritten was. Embarrassing. It's not that bad. I know. Well, my my, my producer, he tries, <laughs> but I like that he's trying because we're trying to do we're trying to do other stuff. And a couple of those was kind of funny. But what we're doing today, we're we're interviewing tonight. We have Kevin Sorbo, and so we're doing body Conan. positive Hercules. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, yeah, no, Conan. No, no, Hercules. 
Uh, okay, was he Conan too? Yeah. Is it, or was it Hercules? It was Conan and Hercules. Man, back that fi- back that forehead up. It's scaring me. Get it back. <laughs> Get it back. Yeah, sir. I'm losing. Sir, I'm back that up. I'm doing terrible. Sir. I'm doing terrible. But yeah, so I got Sorbo. So we're going to ask him about body positive Hercules. Uh, maybe body positive Conan. Why don't you ask him some, on some fitness tips because you look like a fat ass right now. Bubba. Okay, Bubba, what is going on? What did I do? Why are you, are you self-projecting? Because I want to I think I'm, we, you've spent the night in my apartment. Like, we've spent like five nights together. We're friends. You're my good friend. And we, yes, met, yes. we met in the, I, I, we met in the island and did Oreos together and we're friends and I've had you into true. my home <laughs> and I've had you in my home and I gave you my e-bike to drive up and down uh, Clearwater Beach and like, you're like really my friend friend and so I'm concerned about mm. you because you don't look good and sometimes you got to, when you got and a I good friend, you, good. I know. Because I don't think he looks any fatter than he usually does. Not fat. Okay, he just looks tired. Sorry. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not fat. No, tired. Tired. Not fat. It's because he's, you know a, he's on the grind all the time. That is true, and, and this is also. And then I'm getting a lot of haters. Oh, you're not making the same content they used to. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, oh, oh you're, a like this. So I, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. I'm a sellout. Mm-hmm, I the saw boo it. birds are coming out. Yeah, yeah, people are saying that, which is that's all fine. That's all fine and dandy because I know it's going to take that listen, big. I'm you got that episode. big blaze contract, and now you're not. You're not. You're not, not near. You're not near shocking as you used to be. You're Johnny sellout. Vanilla <laughs> vanilla toast. Willing. Gain thirty pounds too. Gain thirty pounds. Well, got that big contract, that, guaranteed money. You don't. You don't have to grind as hard because you got to guaranteed money coming in and i make fun of everybody i've made fun of des bryant for years i said when des bryant signed that deal he was the best wide receiver in the league des mm-hmm. bryant was so good when same he had with ezekiel mm-hmm. but i'm just saying as soon as they signed the deal and i always make fun of him i'm always like they signed the deal they start smoking weed they mm-hmm. start doing whatever and eating they get out of shape <laughs> hey bubba what bubba <laughs> deal Three months later, I'm third. I'm like Ed Lacy. Eddie Lacy comes to Packers training. Yeah, fifty pounds came, overweight. Came, Ed, Ed Lacy <laughs> played his played the Senior Bowl at two twenty six. He reported to camp at two fifty eight. Exactly right. I have Ed Lacy disease. So yeah. So what can we do thing. here, buddy? I well, mean, hey, first you got we, well, yes, Shalom. February eighth, he said uh, uh, you weighed. Uh, I think it was two ninety three, mm-hmm. and Alex Stein weighed two sixty two. And he said he guaranteed the next time that he would come down that he would be down twenty I, pounds. I, I, he'd be uh, he'd be less what, uh, weight than you. Listen, both of us fat asses get on the scale every day because we're good like that. I know. And you, so what? I'm what, under two sixty. Yeah, but I'm in the two. No, you're I not. Gotta get to, but I am. I am. I'm two fifty seven right now. Can you stand up do a spin? Let's see that ass. Let me see that ass. Let me see that ass. It's hard because the vest might be. Oh, okay. Yeah, he looks. He looks pretty. Yeah, okay. He's got some chicken he's, legs. No, no he doesn't. He doesn't yeah, look that. He, he, I think he'd be two fifty. Yeah, he doesn't look that bad. No, no. You, you, your your body's better than your face. Usually, you're. <laughs> no, I, know, I just if I could lose twenty pounds, if you could just have the cameraman bad. draw like a like a face on your belly and let it talk oh, all just night long, you'll do better. Some, cheat, some uh, jawline. No, but- but Bubba, yeah, I need some jawline. But I'm starting to, I'm starting. I'm gonna have to get a little oh, don't, uh, that, freaking don't implant right that. there. I'm getting Look a little. At, I'm bald, and then I got I got male pound, pattern baldness right. I, I, like I got the ring of honor. I'm I'm thinking about turning Jewish just so I can wear one of these. Yarmulkes. Bubba, I gave you yarmulke for Hanukkah. Put it on. Yeah, if I wear my Packer, yeah, this this covers up this, this covers up my male pattern baldness. I, I'd be rocking. It. I don't know if I can go to the club with you know with that. Every but. time you wear that, they win, a, right? Is that correct? No. I've never lost. So you've worn the Packer, my, my Packer yarmulke. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, Bubba Shapiro. Look at that. 
Yeah, how, I know you like monster how much were these tickets? You're killing me. You're killing me. Kanye Clam. Kanye Clam. All right, so listen. How ha- I know I've been critical, but how has the early reports on your show been? Like, has Glenn given you any input, or are you still in trouble over the fire extinguisher, Willie? What? Okay, so when you want to hear the second yes, part of Fire Extinguisher Willie, yeah. of course it's a it's a two parter. Because so. here comes corporate. Corporate comes in, <laughs> says, you know, right? You're not just dealing with somebody's backyard studio. You're dealing with a major, major, you know, two hundred and fifty million dollar production facility. You know what I'm saying? It's a really big time place. But mm-hmm. listen, so then uh, one of my like top producers, like you said, one of the executives at the place. She also is, you know, one of Glenn's producers. And she's helping out with my show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's one you got to be nice to, it. that one, that one. And you really got to kiss I, some yes, ass on that one. she's very important. Yeah, yeah, she Very is beautiful important. woman. She's nice. She's cool. She actually is genuinely nice and right. cool. Um, uh, Uh-oh. So, she takes you aside and says, Allie. That is, that, she gets that, a te- sends a text, sends a text. And I don't want to read the personal No, don't, don't, don't read it. Get. Just paraphrase, you know. So it's from Glenn. Oh, cop, Glenn. a little copy and paste, Willie, huh? It copy and paste Willie, and it's mm-hmm. a lot about my show and about how he had to do some bad shows before he was, you know, da, 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 before he had success. Just mm-hmm. paraphrasing. That's him being nice. Him being nice. Mm-hmm. And that he would, you know, offer a little mentorship to me if I would be so, you know, gracious to accept it. And, of course, I said yes. So right. this is obviously I'm so thankful to be with Glenn to get any sort of tutelage from him. Sure. But now it just it just sets me up to fuck up. So oh. oh, well, we can't say yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I dumped. Oh. It's okay. Oh, sorry. I mean, you're so I mean, you're so out of it. You yeah, you know, just effed up. I say you effed up. I mean, you're so. I mean, when we when we when we when we got. I thought this is the YouTube. No, we're 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 still terrestrial. We're hanging on by a thread. We got seven affiliates. So, but I mean, hold on. Did you dump me in time? Did you dump me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, fine. Please, please. The radio professional. I've been doing this. I've been dumping for thirty six years. So listen now. So Glenn now. Was was the was the undertone of Glenn's text, you know, one of positivity, or was it one of, hey, you had to do some bad shows early on my career in order to, yeah, and like, you know, how, what was the overall, you know, the temperature of the text? Be honest and don't be overly optimistic. Very nice. No, 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 no. I'm not even being very nice. Wants to be helpful, but just kind of like. Back it down a notch. I know what I know what I'm no no I know what I'm doing. Listen to me, kind of tone, which is uh, true. This you know what I'm saying. No, yeah. I, I, wait, absolutely. Wait, and how was the yeah, producer yeah. involved in this? She was the she was well, the. She just relayed the message because Glenn didn't text me. She just oh, it texted from uh. Oh, yeah, and, and so okay. I'm meeting. I'm meeting with him this week. So I'm meeting with. Him oh right oh my with, god! Yeah. Really? <laughs> so I got an yeah. So I got an hour blocked off with Glenn at the studio. So that's a big deal. Because can I tell you? Can I tell you what he's gonna say? Can I tell you what he's gonna tell you? Please, I'm going to tell you exactly what he's going to tell you because I'm an old timer like he is. He's even more more of an old timer and far more talented and established than me. But needless to say, I'm you know a, a, a cog below him in the overall radio status. He's going to say, "Settle down. You're trying too hard. Sl- slow down. First of all, slow down. You're trying too hard and be more naturally funny like you are." That's what he's going to tell you. Okay, and I, you're probably right, but see, this is one thing: is before the show gets its legs, Bubba. What people don't realize, and and of course, it's my unique vision. I want to make something that people like, but the show is supposed to feel chaotic. I want the show to feel like, you know, 
something that you've never seen. Like, you don't know. If it can be chaotic without blowing off, off a right. fire extinguisher and <laughs> <clears throat> causing a guy to get a third-degree retina eye burn, Willie, you know, with an emergency yeah, room kicker. My... See, I think every show we should destroy something or symbolically destroy something. Corporate America doesn't go – but cor- they don't go for that anymore, buddy. Why do you think I don't, I don't do stunts anymore? They don't go for that. Yeah. I know. Well, this is what I was thinking about doing. Is tonight I was gonna go, or this morning on the. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna go to the what thrift should, store on the uh, way to work good and dress up like one. Harry Potter. You should be dressed up like Harry Potter today. <laughs> that's funny. You but, should be dressed be like just, be, just so you know what. That, that's not what the bit I was planning. But why? Okay, okay let me. Get, I'm like just giving you my idea. You want to listen or you want to be a dumbass? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You should dress you up like that? Harry. You, you have sh- to dump. <clears throat> no, I didn't dump. You don't have to dump, dumbass. No, I don't have okay. to dump, dumbass. You should dress up like Harry Potter, all goggled up, like hair, like you know, looking like a complete nerd from nine and three quarter station, whatever, and all the little Harry Potter deals, and say, you know, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, quite frankly, I was out of line, and I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, you know, the Harry Potter uh, uh, people have come out in droves and trying to get me. You fake outrage and of trying to get me yeah. fired, and it's a big movement that's going on right now. So to pay homage to you, fine Harry Potter people, I'm going to dress up like Harry today and deliver the show. That then that that pisses that's off good. that pisses off your core that they think that you've succumbed to the Harry Potter squad. Meanwhile, you've put all the Harry Potter squad all the heat on them, and they didn't even do anything. But you got all the heat on them, huh? How about that? See, I like that. I like that. I think I'm going to have to go on Amazon.com and order the Prime Prime order and uh, a uh, Harry mm-hmm. Potter costume. But this is a gimmick that I I was planning for tonight. I was going to go to the thrift store and just buy some random piece of art and like print out like some nice thing and say like it's Glenn's and then film myself taking it off the wall like maybe near Glenn's office and then destroying it on set. See, but Glenn Glenn like may not want to be part of your bullcrap antics. I know. I'm just like. Yeah, that's very true. No, I'm like. Say, Glenn, Glenn, you know what, Glenn that's might. Good advice. Glenn, Glenn might see, say. Might not, see, that's, I didn't even think about that because I'm so self-involved. I'm such an idiot. So Glenn may say, "Hey, be funny. Be funny without having to 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 be to involve me. I didn't hire you to make me part of your bit. Destroying artwork outside of my office it was not what I hired you to be. I hired you to be that outrageous guy that I see on YouTube that's got you know a couple hundred, three, four, five hundred thousand followers. That's who I hired. If you have to." be destroying fake artwork off of my wall that's that's not can you work in like ash wednesday today i'm trying to think of an angle here isn't today ash wednesday i'm all ears that's what i'm saying you could do do like almost blackface and then be like oh sorry the priest got carried away with the little schmutz on the face no 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 no, (laughs) let's not get him actually canceled (laughs) on on ash wednesday not, but there, I'm just there, there is idiots. no such thing as almost blackface, bitch. <laughs> Period. Well, there is, there is, Bubba, because I have a bit that I'm planning where I was going <laughs> to put on just a bunch of self tanner, not being blackface, but just put on a bunch of self tanner, so I look almost like Brown a bodybuilder. Face. Call yourself Tan Man. And then just be like, yeah, this cream was a little stronger than I thought, and tan not man. really mention it. Tan man, yeah, yeah, just go insane. So I don't know. Have, I'm thinking about Ash Wednesday really something. Jumped, we have really jumped the shark on I mean, you. No, we haven't, Bubba. We haven't jumped the shark yet. We need a positive. So energy. yesterday, so you did, you did. Let me get the facts straight. You did burn a Harry Potter book. No, it was on Thursday, last week. It was on Thursday, right? Yeah. So, the same day you were. On. So that would have. It's been a week now, nearly since that happened. 
and you need to create this fake outrage of all these uh, these Harry Potter people are trying to get you fired from the blaze, and they're damn near got, gotten you done. And that way, and you and you, you dress up like Harry Potter, like the nerd, you know, nerd boy that y'all you have all these Harry Potter isms, you know, that, that those little and lists. the video game they <clears throat> they say that Harry Potter video games the hottest. I don't play them, but they say that's like the number one game right now. Yeah, there you go, Harry Potter man. I mean, listen. If, I mean, look at jump on that train. Do me a favor and look at what J.K. Rowling is worth and get back to me. Yeah, you know what she is, Bubba. Let she's me, uh, worth I, about a, a billion. I'll tell you dollars. what she is. Is she's a chick I'd like to get my my hooks into. Yeah, she's worth about a billion. She's worth about a billion bucks. You don't think I could get my own helicopter if I had a bitch had a billion bucks and I was laying a wood door like the way I can? Hell yeah, I'll take well, a testosterone shot. Can I be Professor Stein for a moment real quick? Yeah. But maybe something funny will come out of that hole for once today. Oh, my God. Do kick off to lead party. J.K. Rowling is considered a TERF, which stands for trans-exclusionary radical feminist. So she is a type of feminist that is actually basically anti-trans, and she thinks that a trans person... I don't want to get into any of that. We love... Listen, we love... Kick off to lead party. trans people... Period. With a well, Eucharist. We love them. But 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 I have a question. Butch, that's that's a good statement, right? That's our official. We love everything trans. Period. Yeah. Do, trans it I, out, I buddy. would like to know what Alex feels about your new move you're doing. Oh, yeah. Bubba's, Bubba's moving. Bubba's moving. Oh, yeah. He is oh, moving. Um, hey, have you, have you checked out Thailand? Have you heard of this place called Thailand? Have you heard of a place called Thailand? There's a lot of cool stuff that happens over there. You can get money. I mean, you Bubba's can, Bubba, not going to Thailand. He wants to move no to Pattaya. Way. I'm... In a vacation in Thailand, I am. And by vacation, I mean live forever. Well, Bubba, you should go on a vacation. You deserve a vacation. I can't. I, I just got time. thrown off a of Twitch for 14 days of income. I, I'm losing. I can't go to I Twitch. I vacation and This is going to be the worst February we've had in five years because I got thrown off I, I, Twitch. Jesus, God Almighty. Let, let me. Time times are tight. No, times are tight, and, and Twitch is one of the hardest places to make it. You have such a good audience there; it just sucks. Yeah, keep rubbing it in, thanks. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it is so hard. To you can be the there. number oh. one. You can be the number one radio show in the world. In the on, world. on in Twitch, and they'll still kick you right to the curb. Yeah, there, there's some love guy. Them. Let me, let me. What was the guy? He just got two hundred thousand subscribers, or he did a Kai subathon Sinet. or something. Yeah. It was Kai. Yeah, yeah. but. but that's the most people subscribers somebody has is two hundred sixty nine thousand on Twitch. No, yes, they're but they're paying subscribers though. Oh, yeah, they're paying. Oh, that's how many paying. That's yeah, paid, that's paid. That subscribers. changes a dozen up Stein Schmein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy get, and that guy gets three dollars. Yeah, do, that, that do, guy gets three dollars. Do that math. Yeah, yeah, that guy gets that, that guy gets three three of those dollars. So do that math. <laughs> yeah. Per, yeah, per month. Well, that's per, per month, month, Alex Stein, yeah, good. Steinberg. Yeah, I know that's very good. All <laughs> yeah. right. Listen, yeah, yeah. we all know. We all know what my last name is. Okay, Bubba. But yes, I'm stressed. I got to get in my fitness regimen. And it's not the show. Actually, I love doing the show. It's so, so we're not, go, we're not, we're not going. We're not going to the. We're not going to the thrift store and buying any artwork to destroy as so part. I shouldn't of, break the art. Well, not, not, a, not, not, not as if it was Glenn's. No, keep Glenn out of your program. Uh, okay. Well, I could just insinuate that it's like if Glenn says to you, if Glenn says to you, "Hey, listen, you know what? I like to start doing some cross promotion where you start." Glenn is God. He doesn't need the minions putting over his show on stupid high spots. He just wants to develop talent. Probably if the boss is back in the day asked you not to do something, what would you do? 
What's that? If the if the bosses of ninety eight Rock said, "Hey, don't don't break art," what would you do? They never told me not to do nothing. They told me to do anything I wanted. <laughs> but you would was, break you would break the art. I'd I had, there were no rules. If Glenn Beck had a meeting with you and says, "Listen, there are no rules. You can do anything you want." Well, then, but until then, well, he's not going to say that. Walk walk, walk lightly and 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 stay in your lane. There you go. Stay in your lane. Don't I go. Agree. Don't go. You're, listen, you, you're on a two lane road somewhere in Texas. You're at Glenn's goddamn super highway. He's a, you know, he's, he's on the Autobahn. Lane. Yeah, he's he's eight lanes both sides, north, south, yippee Stay out of his lane. I will. I will. All right. Well, uh, listen, he's and he's on Sirius. I actually bought Sirius so I can listen to him. But I mean, I I think he's going to give me some positive advice. I'm just saying it just I'm so excited, but it just sets me up to let him down now. You know, he's going to say, oh, you should have zigged when I zagged. Well, maybe he doesn't like the the, maybe he doesn't like the stunts. He likes the the things that you have to be creative with your mind and not just going to you know, the... You know what's going to happen, Bubba? In about two weeks, Glenn's going to come to him and go, man, you know what you should have done? You should have went to a thrift store, bought some art, and said it was mine. Smash <laughs> it. <laughs> Obviously, you would never say that. That's actually kind of why don't, funny. Why, but, don't, but... why don't you have some questions for Glenn? I could, and I probably will. Say, Glenn, I, I, got, I got some ideas, but I kind of want to... Why I have you here... Do you remember Zychak's Lounge? Do, for, do you remember, first of all, do you remember uh, Paul Slewa <laughs> and, and, and Zychak's? <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. I have fond memories of Glenn because it was like one of the first shows that I would watch was The Daily Show. And when The Daily Show was popping off, all they would do would do Glenn Beck Fox News clips. Like, literally, every day, yeah. John Stewart, uh, yeah. when Glenn Beck was number one... Every day it was a Glenn Beck's mad about this. Glenn Beck, because that's when he was leading the Tea Party movement. That's when yep. Glenn was like the hot. So why don't you get mad direct. about something? Why don't you start getting mad about I will, something? I do get mad. Then did Glenn Beck? Hold on. And did Glenn Beck ever have to stoop to stunts to be as successful as Glenn Beck has gotten? No, but I'm sure Glenn has done some stunts. He started out in radio. And he was a zookeeper in Phoenix stunning. back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. But he's but he's yeah. going to say you're not a zookeeper. You're part of the blaze. I mean, we're, the we're, a little, we're a little bit yeah, more upper crust. I'm just saying he's done every gimmick. Yeah. I mean, Glenn's done every. He's done every. Gimmick if I had a, if I had a, if I'm Bubba, if this is my radio empire, if, if if the Bubba Army Studios and this is the blaze, and I got the sports show with Lummy and Red and whoever, or Blummel or things like that, and they start doing stunts and things like that. You don't think I'm going to step in and say, listen, we're not doing that. That's not what we're doing. Can I offer some words of encouragement? Because I feel like this is, we're just, you know, taking a dump on Alex and I feel bad. I I feel like I wouldn't worry about it. You know, he didn't hire you because he knew you were going to be a great host right off the bat. He hired you because he saw potential. So, I mean, you you know, just, he's going to give you some direction. You're trying to find your voice and kind of fine tune what you're doing. And and I I think you're going to be just fine. Yeah, I do too. Well, I, I think you should go and yeah, buy yeah. three goddamn paintings oh, and, 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 yeah. and, and burn them. I think, it, I think it should. I think you should. You a know, whole burn, gallery. Yeah. And, I think you should do no. I, I think you should do. I think tomorrow night should be no panties Thursday. Is what I think. Yeah, no there you panties go. Thursday. So I don't wear panties, but I mean, no, you have to put you know. them on your antenna. You 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 you, uh, you you tell everybody that in fact that you're not wearing any underwear, and you hope that people part of the. Now, do you have a group like what's your group? Like, of course, my group's the Bubba Army, the Sign Army. <clears throat> do you, I don't do you have? have one. I don't see, have you one. You need to establish the, a, a a moniker the Stein for soldiers, you, Stein for sailors, the Stein sailors. Maybe the no. I would say maybe the autistic Alexes. Maybe no, no. You don't want to get into the Stein school. Scuba divers, <laughs> scuba steins, yeah, scuba uh, steins. Uh, I like the scuba steins. The <laughs> yeah. Scuba steins. Who thought of that? We were all scuba divers. Um, I don't know. No, but don't, anyway, but, you know. 
Okay. Is, is he throwing up? Oh, oh it's the dog. Dog. Oh, dog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That dog is huge. That dog has so much sadness in his eye. I, th- I think I saw, I saw <laughs> oh, that dog on a Sarah is... McLaughlin commercial. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is ginger. This dog, this dog will eat you for breakfast. Like, Oh, I, oh, I, ta- I, I would take my Bella. I put my Bella against that dog. Oh, yeah, now, we're doing, now we're doing no, dog no, no, fighting. No, no, okay, my Bubba Vic. There you go. Hey, you want to get Glenn's attention? Do dog fighting. Bubba versus Alex Stein's dog. Jesus. That I dog won't even I look me in the eyes. G- that, dog's been, that dog's been hit with a newspaper so many times, it won't even look in the eyes. Look at him. Yeah, right. This dog is, takes better care of than myself. I take better care of this dog. But I'm saying, Alex, I got it. You should open part. up your show. I mean, this is the most endearing part of you is when you're loving on your animals, <laughs> even though that dog's trying frantically to get away. <laughs> you, you should open up your show by holding the animals. Everybody cats. loves animals. All five of your cats. No, all eight cats he has. <laughs> Yeah. And his turtle, his turtle, and his dogs. Look at that dog. That dog's so cute. He, oh yeah, look at him. Take tongue, French kiss him. French kiss him right now. Tongue kiss him. Tongue kiss him. Kissinger, like Henry. There you go. Everybody loves that. He just was licking his TT a few minutes ago. So you're saying incorporate his animals, <laughs> yeah. Bubba? Yeah. Bring the cats in? No, cats are, you, oh, they, you can't travel with cats. cats. You can't travel oh, with cats. Oh, this is why. Oh, I didn't even tell you. This is why I'm such a mess. Maybe that's why you're losing listen your hair because to... you're pulling it out. Yes, because listen to this. <laughs> What's wrong, buddy? What's wrong? What happened to the pussies? All week, I was like, I had to take Dusty, you know, the one with kidney disease. I took her to the freaking... <laughs> Vet on yeah, dialysis. Yeah, you, could her, you could put her down. You could put her down, oh, or you know, you know, she's oh. purring oh, and I'm stuff. Sorry. But she's, you know, you know, we can, we can like wait, you know, like till next week or something. I was like, yeah, let's just put it off a few days. I got hair. Well, I made the appointment for Friday at twelve noon, and she slept in bed with us all night at nine thirty a.m. She just stretched out a little dusty, and then just her head just fell over. And she, she died. died she died in your bed. No, you had dead cat in your bed. You should. You should open up your show about that, saying, you know what, today's a sad day, had all this stuff planned, but I lost my cat today at 9.30. Me and my girl were naked. She was giving me oral, and I looked <laughs> no, over. No, we were not doing that. I looked None over. of that was happening. You and like We were crying. It was, the vibes were so sad. And then Prepaid, you know, has just gotten connected to she's the so cat you know, in the last she's three so months. She's so hot. God, she's so hot. She is hot. And then she's sad, and then I'm crying, so I look like a little You know what? I think I think, I think, think that's what I picked up on, that you've been crying. That's why your eyes are puffy. And you're not. And it's not fat. It's crying. It's I have. Well, I haven't cried today, but I, I, I go in the bath. Like, she would stay. The, that cat would, like, always go to the bathroom Poor in the bathroom. Thing. I know that's weird because she didn't like going to the litter box because so she would go in the bathtub. She's really smart, so I could clean it up. She's just older. She'd poop in the bathtub? Just... Yeah, you just in wash it up, right down the drain. Weird. It's really good for the plumbing. And I could just wash it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just go right so down the weak. drain. You're so weak, poor little thing. Couldn't even get out of the bathtub, so then she just laid in her poop all day. <laughs> no, no, she got out of She could get out of the bathtub, but she didn't like going in the, she didn't like the whatever, the, the litter box. You know, litter. Like her, her, right. her back legs are so weak, so she it was easier for her to get in and out of the bathtub because mm-hmm. there's kind that of makes a little no stool sense, thing. But okay. Right. I, it makes no sense with that. Cats okay. don't make a lot of sense. Honestly. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's You're first, right. That's the first rule of cats. As a <laughs> cat make, expert. Yeah, cats don't make, make any sense. She had okay? trouble getting this in and out not, of the litter oh, box and she oh, went in the bathtub. This, this, cat, this cat is listen, a critical thinker. Listen, let's quit, let's quit besmirching the great Dusty. Poor little yeah. thing isn't with us anymore. R.I.P. Who cares that she had it's weak insane. little legs? 
She had the weakest little legs. She had that hyperthyroidism where her back legs were deteriorating. And, and I'm telling you, I just couldn't believe and now it. Now she's dead. Um, yeah, but, but he should turn this whole story oh. around and and tell it on his thing how he took care yeah. of her with the, the you get, legs. You want to get? You want to get? You want to get? What heat. is that? This what? is dust. Yeah, yeah. Ew! This is already. Cool. Oh, it's like a magic bag. <laughs> See, that's how you should open the show up. Say, so listen, don't I, I, open I'm, it. I'm gonna be. Start it. Do a line of Dusty. Oh, what? Do a, you don't got a hair on your ass if you don't do oh a line God. of Dusty live on the air right oh, now. I'll get you some views. Not, Just do a du- cat, hey, do a do a, du- do a Dusty bump. Do a do a Dusty no, bump. Do a Dusty bump. This is such a good cat. Oh, I love this cat so much. I I can feel Dusty. That's still. how you. That's how you get oh, all yeah. the heat off of you tonight. You go and say, "I lost my cat at nine thirty. You lie. You say it was nine thirty yesterday, and." We're showbiz. We lie a lot. And so, and, and you're like, I, I haven't been, I haven't, arguably, I haven't been myself for the last few days. I lost my, you know, my little Dusty. And, uh, you know, and then you have a little, oh, then you have your, listen, you have your, um, your, your producers put a little picture of Dusty when she was at her, at her healthiest right there. And you have RIP Dusty with the, with the 2023, you know, what was the, what year was Dusty born in? Well, I, she's 16 years old, so whatever, do that math. Uh, so, you know, whatever, 20, what is it, 2007? Yeah, yeah 2000. Yeah, so you have Dusty R.I.P. 2007 to, tw- to, to 2023, and you're like, you know, I lost I lost one of my best friends today, and so, I'm, you know, I'm a little out of it. It's, and I, mean, I like... should. Okay, I can't mention that. I I hate to play the victim, but I but I think I, w- I think I should do that because I like your tutelage. Yeah. I like your um, mentorship. But um, – the thing also is she's one of the few cats that actually brought up to the blaze. So I have footage of her when I was a guest on another person's show. Yeah. I had her as like You my use all of cat. that to tar to, to, to tow it yeah. to, to tow at the heartstrings of, of America. You do. Do all I wanna that. make them emotional? Because yes. you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, sometimes I do want to make them emotional. Well, you make them emotional, then then you lay the hard stuff on them a little bit later, but you've lightened them up with the emotion. You know, roller coaster, dolphin yeah. porpoising, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, pew pew porpoising. Yeah, because, Bubba, see, I got a window, you know, it's the hour-long show, and I can go a little over, but I want the show to be not super long. You know, I want it to be like, you know, like a Tucker, but, you know, in Bizarro World. Mm-hmm. You know, like Gutfeld. Like, those shows are an hour. That's why it needs to be like an hour, hour. If and like Tucker had an autistic, you know, um, illegitimate cousin, that would be your show. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Word up. Word up. That's what I'm going for. That's exactly what I'm going for. Because we don't want. You should actually say that I'm. You actually should identify as Tucker is my, you know I'm, I'm a byproduct of a, of a Tucker, one night stand. I say that. I say that he's my biological father. That's my whole gimmick and bit. Just like my wife's boyfriend, Ontarius. That's Mm. all. That's how I made my bones. If it wasn't for Tucker, I wouldn't be on your show. Tucker's the one that put me over. Right now, he's got to make a cameo on my show. A short. Good luck on that. But not. Good luck on that, man. I mean, I pretty much made Tucker. I mean, I gave. Well, he, I mean, I didn't make Tucker, oh, but I mean, on, I mean, Blitz, Blitz, Blitz. Tucker was, yeah. you know, on. You, you on, helped keep Tucker relevant. There's no oh, question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tucker, when, Tucker I, when, I, when I when I was on top. When I was on top, and, and Tucker a, didn't have a job, yeah, and Tucker, Tucker didn't have a job, MSM. and Tucker was going to a luncheon f- with investors to start the the Daily Caller. He, uh, he called my show on the way to the luncheon. Actually, Lummy, you should probably try to find that. He had just got fired from yeah. from MSNBC. He was not yet a Fox contributor, and he would just call. The, we were the only things he had at yeah. one time. You kind of you kind of made for fun a while. Of him about for it, how long? Still, 
Yeah, for like a year and a half. Yeah, no yeah. way. Yeah, that long? for quite a while. I thought yeah. it was like a few months. No, no. it was like at least a year. And one time I'm like, Tucker, where are you going? You ain't got no job or nothing. He's like, I'm going to this luncheon with some people who are going to try to start this daily internet thing called and, the Daily Caller. you said the stupid and, internet? And hold on. Was when he started dead. with Fox, he was just like a contributor every now and then. Like yeah. he didn't have a show mm. or anything. Now he won't even take my phone call, won't go on the show, nothing. Well, he's the number one guy. He knows who you are. I mean, well, I, mean I think right. he'll run for president and win. Yeah, I wish Ooh, I win. I that'd would, be interesting. That, I'd vote, that, he'd get my vote. Ah. He'd get mine. Yeah, yeah I'd vote too. Yeah. So anyway, listen, I, we got to go. Sorry about Dusty. Sorry about the meeting you're yeah, going to have with Glenn. Dusty. I'm Listen. Well, the Glendings a good thing. The Glendings a good thing, but, you know, constructive criticism. I bring, know, I know. Don't. Bring Dusty with I'm you toast. with the Glen meeting and just set, set the box on the Listen, table and don't say anything. If the owner of the if the owner, if the owner of the whole shooting match is already having a one-on-one meeting with you, Three weeks in. <laughs> yeah, your facial expressions are exactly so right. Just baby face the whole meeting, Bubba. You just should be like, Glenn, I just, I'm trying so hard. Just start I, crying. I don't know. This is my dream job. I'll do whatever you want. I don't care. My whole life, I just wanted the Alex well. Stein show. I just finally got the Alex I knew Stein I blew show. Off, I knew I blew off a fire out. extinguisher. I know I done some stupid <laughs> stuff. Guide me, Glenn. Kind of like when you were, you know, at 970 FLA and, you, and before 9-11 happened, when you needed guidance, my friend. I'm not going to say any of that, but I am going to bring in Dusty's ashes, like Blitz said. Yeah, and then oh, do the Ash Wednesday with the Dusty hey, ashes. You should actually hey, have. Full circle. You're, you're Jewish, right? No, I'm not. Oh, Honest, isn't the Jewish isn't, isn't it the Jewish face to put the ashes on the forehead? No, he's right, Bubba. You're right. Yeah, Bubba. It's Jewish. It's very Jewish. Yes, you Bubba. should have an ash ash mark on your forehead. Happy that, Hanukkah, everybody! And, and, and tell everybody Happy Hanukkah, Yom Kippur. Yeah, and then put the ashes on your forehead. I got my yarmulke on. Right ah! now. Listen, do not bring that stupid <laughs> stun gun to work. Oh wait, you wait, will get yourself not? fired. Why would this be bad? I was gonna let the guy that I actually got a little chemical on to zap me to be. Oh, zap you? Yeah, Stevens. zap you. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, right, go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. That so you guys like that content? Okay, now everybody likes that idea. Now me getting zapped. You mm-hmm. guys like that idea? Yeah, I you're see. gonna say, listen. You know what? I'm a man's man, ladies and gentlemen. I used to sling used cars with bad transmissions on a buy here pay here lot. And the bottom line is, I'm a man's man, and I caused harm to this gentleman's eye. <laughs> Through negligence, and so I can only think of uh, he can go ahead and put this right in my back and my kidneys, if you will, and give oh, me a I zap. I like that. You should do you should do black site Fridays, where they you know they kind of torture you or something. No, you just get you just get it's it's called man law, and when you mess up and you hurt you hurt it's, or, man, law. it's man law. And the bottom line is, I used to sell you know lemons to and on a buy here pay here lot, and, and man law would have it. I hurt a guy, and now he can give me a kidney shot with a million volts. So is it, does it also and change? Then, and then, and then you really and then you really sell law, it. As soon as he hits you, man, you really fuck like really yeah. But, but, oh, that's great. But, but can, he do it, can he do it to his employees? <laughs> look, 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 look at the honky tonk man. <laughs> <laughs> can he do it to his people if they mess up? No, he can't do it to his people. He's got to be a baby face. Oh. Only yeah. I can. Only I can punish people. Oh. Yeah, because you can do both. You're like that. Hey, I've already you know, lost like... it all. So me punishing people doesn't matter. You still got. You know, you still got a hold of something here, kid. You got lightning yeah. in a bottle. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Okay, all right, do not disgrace Dusty's legacy like that. Please tell, please tell pay-per-view that I, oh. Tortoiseshell. Man, do I got it bad for her. Mm. (laughs) Does she know know that I got a huge crush on her?
Does she know? Oh, yeah. She knows all yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. She has PTSD from Barb. She said some Why? of the people mm. she met there, she's never seen. She, she just well, never screw all that. I just wanted to know that I got, a, big I, country. I, I, I got a crush. Even even the merch crick knows she's I got a, a crush on your girl. Bad. See, Anna, you, you take it for granted, though. She's a young woman, you know, 24 years old. So she hasn't been to a lot of parties. I mean, even college, you don't go to parties. that are. That was like what? a fraternity party on steroids. She's, oh, yeah, that was a... She's never know. been to college parties before? Oh, some, hold on. This no, could be... Hold on. I got a bill. I got a bill collector calling me right now. Hello, you're live on the air. It's Bubba. How much do I owe you? Where do I send it? Hello. Office. Oh yeah. Hi. Um. Erica called and said that you were on your way today. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. I told you we gotta go to break. <laughs> go to break. Go to break, Blitz. Bye, uh, Alex. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. Dusty. He's got some personal business. It's okay. Hillsborough County School Board. <laughs> can you hold on a second? Just one second. All right, kid. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Alex, I got to go. <laughs> See you. See you later. Bye, 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 Bye. The Bubba Radio Network will return after this. This is Erica. Yo, what's up? This is Pauly Shore, and you're listening to the best of Bubba the Love Sponge Show. So don't go anywhere. I bet he's standing right on by with a clear connection, too, because he's got that nap of money. What's up, Ronnie? How are you, man? We had Alexis on yesterday, and we're like, and, and her connection was horrible. We're like, hey, for all the kind of money, I mean, you think you'd be able to get, you know, some, some kind of better connection with all that money you got. She wouldn't, she didn't find that too humorous. <laughs> Oh, the tequila money. Come on. She did tell us this, though. By the way, Ron Caps, uh, who will be in uh, Gainesville, probably you've already probably all the big boys have been testing there for the last couple of weeks. So have you already been testing a little bit? No, we haven't tested at all. We're we're testing. They have an official NHRA test Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at that same track in Gainesville. So it'll be our first. Yeah. Well, so, when, yeah, you're the, when you're the champion, like what do you got to test, please? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, please. You think Robert Height's going to get you? Hell no. Although I will tell you, man, I saw Matt Hagen on an interview. I think, I mean, Ron, I know you're a little scrappy, but that guy's got some pipes on him. I don't know if he's bodybuilding or drag racing, but God dang, he looked pretty tough to me. He's gotten big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. That's not acknowledging that you could. I'm careful now. I don't just at the drop of a hat. You got to think about other things before you start throwing down with somebody. You can't roll around like the irresponsible Selzy and fight a guy in a bar like he would, remember? <laughs> Yeah, I grew up wrestling, and, and yeah, the, the instincts are still there, but, uh, yeah, you start to think. You know, I think they need to, maybe, Napa's great, and I love them, and I, I couldn't be more thankful as a fan of your sport and of, of, of a friend of yours, and because, you know, listen, uh, motorsports are all about having unbelievable sponsors, and, you know, your longevity in the sport you know, sometimes is affected by how long your sponsor stays with you. So Napa has been like, please, they're the best. And they've stood by you for the longest time. And, 
and uh, they've been, you know, they're very active in motorsports. So thank you to Napa. But whatever type of facial cream or health regimen that you're on to for, for 57, I, I was looking at your wiki today just to refresh. I mean, I know you pretty well, but I was like, I just want to refresh, see what's up. And I saw that you got a new motorhome from American Motorhomes. And I saw that you got stumped on the Marvel DC gimmick. And so I'm up to speed on my Ronnie Capps deal. But none <clears throat> nonetheless, I think we, I think the, the 800 pound elephant in the room is, my God, Ron, you're 57 years old and you look about 40. What what kind of creams are you using? Dude, it's called it's called G-forces. It's called driving a nitro funny car. It's called you're seven dapper. I was going to actually make a comment. You're looking pretty dapper, I'm not, man. Well, you'll get, you're going to see me next Thursday. I'll be or on Friday. I'll be in Gainesville, right? And you better nice. when I come up to the pits, bitch. You better not. I better get to go across the ropes and get to come hang out with you now, okay? Dude, come on. There, there's no ropes for you. You go wherever you want. I got to tell you, if you, fit, pro- if you fit in a car, I'd let you in the car, but you ain't no way you're fitting in the car. No, and Tony can barely get his fat ass in one either, too. I'll just say that right now. Tony's probably on the upper end of that deal, is he not? He slimmed up pretty yeah, he's, good, he's, man. He's looking, he's looking good. you know, he's, he's got a lot of motivation. Listen, I he's love got- I love busting Tony's balls, and I, yeah. I am also really excited about his entrance into the sport. I think it really, not that... The NHRA didn't have an unbelievable group of fans, but it really, you know, there's probably a, a fringe part of NASCAR that will say, like, you know what, I'm kind of over NASCAR, and I'm going to follow. I'm going to start following drag racing right now. You know, there is, yeah, without a doubt. You, you know, it's, and it's funny because I, he's racing at what they call the Baby Gators this mm-hmm. weekend right. today, actually, um, and it's like his first race. I know how excited he is. And my crew chief's wife uh, runs their motorsports for drag racing. So, yeah, it's great to see this excitement. But I was waiting to see how much NHRA was going to blab about just the fact that he was there when there's all these other drivers that have been there. But the fact is you can't get around it. He's been on TV lately in the NASCAR race. He's done a great job. Looked great. He's gotten in great shape. And Wife, is, so wife, excited, hold on. Wife, wife is hot as hell. Cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, he's got a... <laughs> I did. I did bust his balls, folks. I know the first time he drove one, he got beat by a girl, and so I did text him on that one. That didn't go too swell. <laughs> <laughs> that was he, a close and, race. And didn't, too. He, and didn't he at the end of the day have like the low ET? But she she got him off the line, or it was like it was super close, wasn't it? It was very close. And what's funny is that girl. I watched her grow up from. I mean, from the time she came out. Her mom, by the way, remember Shelly Anderson back yeah. in the day, the top field driver. Right. That's her mom. That's oh, that girl's mom. So she comes so, from good stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe her mom had an affair with Big Daddy back in the day, and they had her. You know, you never know. <laughs> her dad's Jay Payne, who is a who is a guy that's great. Alcohol funny car guy. When I was a kid growing up, he was like the guy in alcohol funny car. And so he uh, that's her dad as well. So, yeah, she's got pretty good blood running through her veins so what's the so, horsepower yeah. difference that tony's facing this weekend like compared to what leah you know they're obviously tom, tony's driving the top the top alcohol dragster and then leah's in the top yeah. fuel what's like what's the like five thousand to fifteen thousand yeah his class is called top alcohol dragster but it's an a fuel dragster it's one of our engines with no supercharger so it's it's mm. naturally aspirated nitro engine and so yeah you're probably right about I'd say about 5,000. So just Our not- cars are making 11 or 12, probably. I did call Tony out uh, at the award ceremony for my speech when we won the championship. I stopped right in the middle, and I was like, something about, you know, I just said, look at this guy. He is not a dragster guy. 
that if you went and went drag race and I would picture you getting in a funny car like Hagen, right? You're a big burly dude. Like Tony doesn't come across as a dragster guy. And I told him he needs to get his license or get in a funny car. So he promised this year he's going to get into Matt's car at one point and make a couple hits because it's a but, whole, whole but, different animal. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, you know, um, I think Selzy, didn't Selzy start off in dragsters? Yeah, so did I. Yeah, yeah. And, and so did you. Yeah. And so, and it's like, the, and, and I, I'm not, listen, I'm not downplaying, you know, the, the, the great, you know, the great, you know, Connie Coletta's and the and the and the studs of the sport, you know, but it, it it they are a little more the dragsters are a little more forgiving because you have such a huge wheels wheelbase and the funny cars are the same motor but put on a roller skate basically. Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, driving wise, and I always have to be careful. I do driving, but I've got a lot of friends and you know all my brothers and sisters that drive the dragsters. So I don't want to offend anybody. You know what Brittany Ford's coming up and bitch slapping you this weekend. <laughs> With the actual physical part of driving the dragster, literally, I mean you could drive and some do one handed. You don't want to make big moves. And I always liken it to either a trail ride on a mule or a bull ride. And that's the difference. A funny car, you step on the gas from the minute you step on the gas, you don't know what it's going to do. It's like a, a big motor late model on a little small track where you got to get up on the gas and get on the cushion. And at all times, you don't know what's going on as opposed to something a little more tame. The engines are the same. It's just this forgiveness and this very little amount of steering that you, you not only have to do, but you want to do because you make a big move. When people go the other direction instead of funny cars, you know, instead of dragster to a funny car, you go the other direction and guys have, and girls have done it. Man, you look at them, they're like all over the place the first few runs to get used to it. Well, not so only that, but the motor the motor and funny cars are in front of you. Yeah. And oh, the motor, the motor and dragsters are behind you. And, and this is your view right here in a funny car. We're a dragster. You got all this nice view. You got a nice clean I forget, I forget fire what, suit. I think I, it might have been Tony. I think it might have been Tony back in the day, maybe when Kyle Bush or somebody or Kurt Bush, it might have been Kurt Bush. They were trying to drive a funny a funny car, and I think Tony was down at the Schumacher. It was Kurt Bush, and I think Tony's yeah. shop is right uh, by Schumacher. Didn't Tony's Pro shop right by Schumacher's shop over there in, in Indy? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think Tony said went down to the shop one day. Now, this is years before he got into – this is like in his NASCAR years. And he got yeah. – and, and he went down to the shop and was hanging out with the boys, and they put him in a funny car. And I think Sumo was there or something. And Sumo says, like, God damn, uh, uh, Tony started flipping out, getting claustrophobic, and they had to lift him out of there immediately. Yeah, they closed the body on him. Yeah, they closed the body yeah. down on him, and Tony was like, ah, get it, get me out of here. Hey, listen, the first time I got the body closed on me when I was in Don Perdome's car, the very first time, I, same thing. I was like, shut this thing off. Let me get out and collect myself because it it's a whole different thing. And the dragster, you're warming it up or you're making runs and everything's behind you. Fire, the sound, mm -hmm. I mean, everything. The first time we warmed up a funny car, all of a sudden this 11,000 horsepower gargantuan fire-breathing motor right between your right between your penis and inches in front of my knees in front of your penis it's just going bop, 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 right there in front of you so it, it is gnarly i mean if it blew up it could take out your whole penis and everything think about it <laughs> right, right all of it i mean, hang on, hang on. I, mean <laughs> I know you're 57 and you're well hung but i mean i don't think you could survive a you know your big ass toyota by the way we were thinking about if you really want to start freaking people out we know you drive a supra but let's change the body style to a Prius. Then you'd be badass. Ron Caps is waxing people with a Prius. I always said I always wanted to take a, a Prius and stick some just huge V8 in it with a big supercharger sticking out as a streetcar. 
They should because it's a, it would look gnarly with big tires stuffed underneath oh, yeah. it. They should have your body style as a Prius and as a as a rib or a gimmick. As you're getting ready to do your burnout, they un, they have this little fake unplug where they unplug it real fast, you know, like yeah, they plug it in, and then and then you do your big burnout and they and then they plug it back in for a little bit more seconds to get you some juice. It's like a plug this big. There's like eight guys. Plugging yeah, it, exactly. Got to hook up this big fake generator and then you know it takes like that would be funny as hell, wouldn't it? <laughs> There's a good commercial right there. Uh, anyway, uh, Ron Caps on the on the phone. I've been or on Zoom, I should say. I've known Ron for God. I, did Selzy introduce us, or did Lasowski introduce us? Uh, kind of both. I think it was right around the same time. Uh, yeah, I think it might have yeah, been. Right at, I think it might have been at Danny's golf tournament. Might have been maybe. Well, it was all that same time period. You you come out. Um, of course, you were on Howard Stern back then, and so. You came out to Dallas, but then we started doing all that dirt racing together. Sedalia, yeah. the golf tournament. Uh, we ran some other stuff and just, it, it just, uh, but the fun part was when right around the same time you had Selzy on, you played the prank on him in the oh, uh, waiting room. Remember that? That and was then, so, hey, listen, that was so bad that oh, yeah. it was so bad that Selzy calls me up. It got away. The show completely got away from him. Completely got away yeah. from him. He he was like fourteen Miller Lights before he even came to the studio. He's doing some racial stuff. So like just just getting crazy. We send twenty five in there and to, and we're we're feeding twenty five lines and twenty five is this African American guy the best ever. And we're like twenty five goes man. I heard you drag race and sells. He's like yep, drag race go about three hundred mile an hour. And, and so we're telling twenty five what to say. And we're like. Man, drag racing's for pussies. You only drive like three seconds. Can't even turn. Can't even turn, man. <laughs> and Selzy got up and said a few little words he wasn't supposed to say. It says, I'm going to fight you right now, bitch. And then we're like, hey, Selzy, stop. It's, it, we're just we're telling him what to say. So then we get him on the air, and he's just, you know, just completely drunk, being Selzy. Well, then after the show, he calls me up and says, hey, is there any way you can call Sirius and have? Because we had they they replayed the show like later, like over in the middle of the night or something like that. They would replay it, and we had to have the guys in New York cut out Selzy's appearance because he was afraid Mopar, Kevin Miller, and Mopar might hear it and would pull his deal. He was so worried about getting his Mopar deal pulled that we had to actually edit. You know, almost. I think we completely cut him out of the entire show, and then we had people the next day going, "Man, I was Selzy uh, was on yesterday, but we didn't hear him on the overnight." And, and uh, it's because we had to cut him out because he was so flipped out on what he said. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, good times, man. We used to do all those dirt races, you and I, and Selzy, and we were talking to a bunch of people. We were talking to Alexis yesterday, and we were talking about people that uh, race her good. And then people that will take chunks out of the clock. And she said that it's, and I kind of, and I've only learned what that meant through you and Selzy, you know. And and so yeah. I let her kind of explain what it meant to everybody. And she said the only two people that she ever has to worry about chunking her is Cruz and John Force. They're the two chunkers, <laughs> she said. Yeah. I said, how about yeah. Caps? She goes, oh, Caps scares me because he's so good. But he won't, he won't usually dirty chunk you. He won't usually dirty chunk you. That's funny. Yeah. Now, it, now, like, did, will will force do that to you too? Even though you're a three time champion, and you know you're 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 the next probably protege. I mean, you're the next greatest guy in the sports as far as amount of championships. Will he still, when he gets a veteran like you? Now I know when he rolls up on a on a on a you know a person that's not as experienced as you, but will he dirty chunk you? Even you, force is so unpredictable. Uh, to put it 
to where you would understand it. It'd be like if you went and jumped in a wing sprint car and out comes Sammy Swindell from retirement, right? The dude, you just never know what side you're going to get, right? He's going to be good. He's one of the best. He's going to rub you, you hard. What he's going to you don't know if he's going to slide job. You don't know what he doesn't care. Well, with Sammy, he's going to put that right rear on you and let you eat it. It's what's he going to do? Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't. And he doesn't care about what happens, right? And that's that's force. He does not care that people talk about his deep stage, and he does not care what they think. He claims he's not that good, and he has to do it. And you know, he's just. Uh, I love the guy. He calls me weekly and checks on me, and just a, a great guy, one of my best friends out there. But he. He is. Uh, he knows all. The, he knows all uh, the tricks, doesn't he? All of them. Now, when and you guys are can. burning out, well, he always sells. He used to say, "I'll burn out and I'll get ready, and we have, you know, it's all timed, and we only got a certain amount of time to do it, and you know, I gotta, I gotta burn out then, and then they gotta go there, and they gotta take the throttle stop off, and they gotta make the final adjustment, and you know, he goes, but that damn, that damn force, he always makes me, he never, he always lays back yeah. and makes you yeah. stage first, no matter how long it takes. Yeah, he he does, and 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 once in a while, if it doesn't, because you don't want it to bite you when it counts, like we had the championship on the line the last day right, of the race, right. the last Pomona. And uh, so you don't want to mess with them, but there's times I made them stage first last year and other drivers have, which, but then you're getting out of your sink, you know, then right. you're thinking about, then you're thinking about it and you're not at your best. So it, it's a fine line. You don't want to go there sometimes, but um, like, you is, know that he's, is staging, he won't go last, but he's going to come in right behind you or is, he's going to mess with you and wait for you. Is but, staging last kind of a... Putting, putting your guy, your, you know, like, is it kind of like a, like a gorilla chest pound kind of stage and last, or is it just all, you know, just all a big, whatever. For him, I think it's, you know, once you're the last one in the tree's coming down pretty soon, if you're already sitting there and you're waiting, you're keyed up on that other bulb waiting to come down. Right. But then you're having to watch when he finally goes in. So it just changes your mentality. If you, if you're sitting in your trailer and you're on your practice tree and you're, at one after another, and you're Amber, go, Amber, go. It, you know, you're going to get that in your head. So staging last, you know the Amber's coming down. And so it, it, it is whatever. But you so probably – as, as, I try to do stuff – I just – I try to do things that don't – You probably try to be very rich, ritual-based in the fact that you have a yeah. system that's your system, that regardless of who you're going against, you have your internal timings of what you do, and they, they can have – But you got to remember the clutch pedal is out. So when we stage, we let the last thing we do is that we pull the fuel pump, we let the clutch pedal out, and then we hold the car with a brake and we bump it in with nothing but the brake. The pedal is out. So your clutch is already kind of, it's starting to get warm. Right. So the longer you sit there and it bites, sometimes that'll happen. It'll sit there and get warmer and warmer and your car hauls ass. You set a track record and you're like, okay, well, I guess that worked. It wanted to be hotter. And so it can go both ways, but sometimes you're sitting there too long and that's what irritates people and in qualifying i've had i've gotten out and want to throw down with force at the other end of the track because it's qualifying all you're doing is messing with my tune-up right you're not trying to get in my head on race day and mess with me now you're messing with the whole tune-up so uh he's usually pretty good in qualifying with me anyway i gotta tell you one of the one of the i've watched it probably a million times but there's one of these in cars i know there's a ton of ron caps in cars but there's this one in particular it might have been one of the first ones that you did that if nobody really understands how violent this is and it and it and it shows you from staging and then letting go and then and then throwing the shoots and just how it's just a mad chaos. I don't I don't think the you know 
NHRA and and drag racing are one of the very few sports that aren't better on TV. Most, I mean, like NFL football, I'd much rather watch it on TV than deal with the stadium and the parking and all that nonsense. But you can't, a, per, a person cannot grasp the violence or just the athleticism that it takes to drive these things from tele- television. Does no justice to these things. Yeah, I took I took the kids to their first hockey game the other night. We did a thing with the Anaheim Ducks out here. They played Chicago, and they'd never been to a hockey game, and they were blown away. And it's the same thing you tell fans all the time. If you once you see it in person and then watch it, it changes everything. So yeah, it, it uh, you know it it is violent. It's loud. It but the best thing is just getting in the pit areas like you talked about. You're going to walk in Gainesville, and you don't have to be Bubba to walk up. And stand five feet away and watch my guys tear this thing apart, steaming hot, and put it back together in 40 minutes. Yeah. And I tell people all the time when I do these speeches, I'm like, this is, you can't get your oil change down at the local little oil change place for that quick. And these guys and girls have these things apart completely and back together and fired up in 40 minutes or less. Well, the one, That's the cool part. And and I and I'm very familiar with you know, NASCAR and I'm familiar with you know I own a dirt track and I I'm, I'm familiar with almost every form of racing and every there's no professional form of racing that's more fan friendly than NHRA. Every ticket is a pit pass and literally the sport is built on hospitality. It is I mean the whole sport is is really built on hospitality. That's why your hospitality, you know, for your sponsors and stuff are so huge and so elaborate compared to any other. Well, it's sport. right there. I mean, yeah. you're literally next to the pit area, right? You're and so the no, meal. no other sport, no other form of race. They may have a suite, you know, on turn five or something, or turn four, or something like that. But nothing is more fan friendly than than NHRA drag racing. And I'm hoping that a lot of my fans, a lot of my listeners, come out for the first time in Gainesville because. Once you go to one, my I went to the U.S. Nationals with my father in 1982, and uh, and with Big Daddy and Connie Collada and all those boys, and I it's it's something that I'll never forget, and and I would really recommend it if you're a, if you're a racing enthusiast, even if you're a NASCAR guy, you 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 the as close that you can get to. The pits, like you know, in NASCAR, you got to have a hot pass and know somebody, and they're like, and that's just to stand behind the wall, and you get to see like a couple of the pit, you know. But man, literally, you're four or five feet from these guys that are tearing these fifteen thousand horsepower motors down in forty minutes, full down, clear down to the short block, and then. They'll throw Ronnie in there or somebody to, to fire it back up once they put it together. And a lot of fans, like, bring these masks and stuff and try to, like, get high on the nitro. And, I mean, it's 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 way over the top. It's more over the top than anybody – than I can even explain. Yeah, it's it's cool. I grew up on the sport, so, I mean, I always knew it that way. I didn't know until I grew up later and would go to IndyCar and NASCAR. You had to give blood pretty much oh, yeah. just to get a pass oh. to go anywhere near a garage. So it is what it is. It's just a different way of, of uh, you know, it, but it's a great day. And, and I love having NASCAR dirt car fans come out for the first time. And by the way, I get so many Bubba Army people throughout the year. It's hilarious because they, they don't think I'm going to reply. And I'll be out there signing autographs, right? Somebody I'll be down there signing something. And I'll hear Bubba Army and I'll go, nope, you got to say it three times. Bubba Army, <laughs> Bubba Army, Bubba Army. <laughs> and they're like, ah! So, yeah, we, we – um, you know, it, it's 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 cool to get people out for the first time, and I always tell them, I go, come back. I want to see your face after you watch the run, and then come back to the pit area to, to watch 
the, the crew. I want to watch you run, and then I want to see how in the hell did your body withstand yeah. all that, and you're still, you know, you're still walking well, around. They always come back either smiling or like jaw drop, like holy cow, I'm hooked, you know. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes it, and like you, cool. you look at that car, you be like, there's a little guy in there driving that 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 <laughs> that death trap. There's a little guy in there driving, and Ronnie Caps, my God, well, I mean, do you ever sometimes, you know, see, like watch another guy, like the guy before you run? You're like, man, I do, I that's me, I do that. That's so goddamn. Violent. No, I tell the story. All the time because we tow back a lot of times on the return road after a run and we tow back along the track. And so many times you're towing back and we'll be about the finish line or something when another pair after us right. is firing down. And when they're coming at you, I always look at my guys in the in the Sequoia and I go, Holy cow, That's man, me. I can't believe I, I'm doing that. I, like I, this I, seems so out of control. And we think we're in control, like in the car, and somehow maybe we are a little more than we think, but Man, when I see it from the outside, it blows my mind. It makes me so proud of you, too. I'm like, that's my guy right there. I know him. That's my man. He's a stud. I love him. Uh, <laughs> Ron, do you still talk to the snake? Yeah. he. You know, I, I started up to be my own team owner last year. He was, God, he was the first guy I called to get advice and all that. He literally is a crow flies. He probably lives 15 minutes from me. Oh, that's cool. Much nicer neighborhood. But uh, <laughs> he... Uh, he checks on me all the time. Yeah, awesome. he's. Uh, yeah, remember back in the day, the snake and the mongoose. Man, that was oh, that yeah. was that was the that was the, that was the thing. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, yeah. man. I, we wanted to have. We, we've been working with Joshua and NHRA. I had an idea like in January. I'm like, hey, listen, you know what? Uh, let's let's do a show thing and and have some stuff on and and promote the Gator Nationals and get an established relationship with NHRA and use our show. And they've been great to work with. Uh, and they're like, so I'm, I'm talking to the dude, and he goes, "You think you, uh, you think you could have Ron Caps on?" I go, "That's the one dude I can have on." I mean, you know. So <laughs> I, t- I said, "I've known Ron for a long time, and he's been on the show yeah. several times." And uh, so we're gonna be there. Uh, I get, I get there Friday, and I'm, gonna, I got a bus, and so um, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be up in the mix, bud. All weekend. All weekend. Good. So good. Good. Um, Shoot I, me a text when you get there, and. Uh... We'll get uh, whoever you come. We'll, we'll come hang out in the pit area. All right, bud. Hey, good luck, and I think you get to uh, – what do you get here, like maybe Tuesday, Wednesday? We're going to test Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. All right, perfect. It's yeah. uh, He's the driver of the Napa soon-to-be Prius, but it's uh, currently a Supra. <laughs> Uh, and he's Ron Breaking Caps. News. He's uh, he's he heard it here first, and he's a reta- he's a returning champion uh, of the Funny Car Division, uh, and uh, a good friend of the show, big time Bubba Army, uh, and I hope to see everybody out there next weekend in Gainesville. Ron, good luck to you, buddy, and good luck, and and get safe. Uh, of that new RV, are you are you going to debut your new RV? Uh, that you, it's uh, going to the Phoenix race. It won't be Gainesville. They're going to have one down there, but it won't be in Gainesville. Yeah, too many miles. You don't put too many miles on your personal one. Let them loan you one, right, kid? Well, hey, listen. I told the guy, I go, when it rains a little bit at that track, I don't want this thing all dirty. Right, exactly. You know, it, I'll take a rental for Gainesville, but I'll take my personal out to Phoenix when it's not so far. <laughs> hey, bud, good talking to you. Thanks, Ron. You too, man. Thank you, Ron. Great seeing you guys. You too. Love you. Bye now. Love you too. See you later. Love that. You man, I love that guy. That's I think awesome. it's time for us to leave. Good it interview. Yeah. Great interview. Great job. Oh, thank you. That was super interesting. You were weak, scared, crying. It just goes to show you. He's no pimp. Pimps don't cry. But even he gives into his soft side once in a while. A very rare while. I have no idea what you're talking about. More of the Bubba Radio Network after this. This is Richard Marks, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. I mean, Dan, you know, you do, hell, I don't know, about 
10, 15 surgeries a week, if not more. I you do like nine to 12, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, you know, double digits nonetheless. And do like, I mean, like everything that you sign, all that little, little paperwork, doesn't it say like, you know, there is, after, you know, anytime you go under, under anesthesia, there's a small little chance you could die. Yep, death. For real? Yep, pain, bleeding, infection, and death are all risks okay. of surgery. Slow down. I wasn't really trying to, I mean, man, you're really, grim, really pulling the Grim Reaper card over there. Like, just chill out a little bit. You're scaring me. But, like, for real, like, any time they put you under, you could die, right? Yep. What, from what? Oh, could let's, be just say, let's say on a healthy as a horse, okay? You know, rolling in at 112, you know, uh, not very Strong. much body fat. You know, resting heartbeat, you know, 18. 39. Resting heartbeat marathon quality. You know, just doing it. And, she, and she's just going lean. in for like a, let's just say we actually talked her into, into kicking up the raisins a little bit, okay? Right, exactly. Now we're completely just being, you know. From raisins so, to jugs. Right. A journey. Right. Just, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, she, to, damn. she's, you know, she's, she's as healthy as, as that's been on your table. Like, what could... Boy, this is even going to make Anna want not to do this. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. A month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three Three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient comfortable ah. but like what could go wrong you know, 
This is my favorite game to play in my head. What so. could go wrong, and how could Anna die for getting new yeah. boobies? For 400. Yeah, for 400. Yeah. How, tell us how quick Anna could die with getting new riz -asins. Okay, well, the one... New York Tampa liquor, uh, 25. Sorry for the interruption. Thank you, uh, Danny, on the cash app. The one thing that could happen, you know, in the absence of really any negligence is something called malignant hypothermia, hyperthermia. And so hmm. some people don't react to the anesthesia correctly and all of a sudden their body temperature shoots up. And if you don't have the appropriate medication to reverse it, which we do at the surgery center called Dantrolene, but it's lethal, like in five minutes, it kills you. And so it's, it's one of those little risks. People could get a clot, they could get an arrhythmia and have, like, theoretically a heart attack on the table. Now, it would be very unlikely on someone, a skinny, healthy person like Anna. Right. But unless she had malignant hypothermia in her family, and we didn't know it, and... No, you know, if you have malignant hypothermia, was it something that you would know? Like, you know, like... Yeah, it would happen to a family member probably, but the only way to really confirm if you have the propensity for it is a muscle biopsy, which is taking a chunk of muscle from your thigh and, and sending so it to the So you never do that. No, like, I mean, I never do that. So, no, I mean, it's first so of all, rare. in all the... Super rare. I know, in the 20, 30, 40, 50... 50,000 times you've operated, have you ever had anything like that? No, but I could have. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I could have. I mean, I could I could have had a malignant hypothermia. It was just a matter of numbers. It's rushing Yeah, but, you're, but hold on. You're also, if I know you, because I do, you're my, you're my little Muffy. Muffy. But, but, here, but <laughs> if I know you, I've actually known friends that have gone to take their wives or something to, to get an operation from you. Like, they're friends of mine and everything, so they get, like, a special little treatment, uh -huh. and you will be like, you know what? No. Uh, I don't like your numbers. To, like, you know, they'll, they'll get their, their lab work, or, you know, they have to get lab work, and, like, something's a little elevated, or something's just a little off. Like, Oh, yeah. You, you I, know, I mean, you do that. You're one of the, like, a lot of doctors will just kind of wing it. You are a stickler on that, are you not? Well, I have to be because, you know, first of all, the patient safety is a priority. And I'm a lawyer, so I can't imagine standing in front of a jury and said, yeah, I knew it was wrong. But I said, F it. I went for it anyway. On an elective surgery. Oh. I mean, I think, these don't, it's no emergency move job. Plus his, yeah. uh, his mic is off. Oh, I'm, he's trying to. No, it's not. He's hand signaling. It's really not. It. It's, it's, it. But see, you're not on. I mean. Oh, no. You're, you're on. I mean. Really? On, you're on. Marceau, Marceau. Jay got him. <laughs> Blitzy, I got you. I got. I mean, I. How about now? Yeah, now, yeah, now, now. Okay. So I was gonna ask Dan. You don't do the thigh biopsy, but what if someone came? What, what would you if someone came to you and said, "Hey, my family member or whatever has had that happen"? Then they would do the anesthesia differently. They'd give a different kind of depolarizing muscle blocker. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Not a depolarizing. They wouldn't give succinylcholine, and they'd have dantrolene ready, and they'd have an extra person ready just in case. There's would a problem. you? I still put him asleep. Yeah, oh, hells yeah. Like, I can't put you sleep, that bitch. Scared <laughs> at that point, would you sleep. say you don't want to do it? No. Have uh, there, I think, now, I think, have you ever had somebody that had bad numbers? Because you do labs before they go. Right. Before you do any procedure, mm -hmm. they do labs. Have you ever looked at a person's lab and says, mm-mm? Oh, that happens all the time. But what happened this week was huh. I had a girl that, I mean, a woman that came in, and she was like, you know, she her labs were fine. She had just seen her primary care. He cleared her. Everything was all hunky-dory, but her pressure, her blood pressure in the in the pre-op holding area was way too high. At one point, it was 200 over 100. Now, was that anxiety? I don't know, but you know what it was? Canceled. <laughs> Denied. Hold on, hold on. I don't know what it was on the first front side, but I can tell you what the end result was. Kiss and sizzle. She was I, pissed. I went to get some dental work done years ago, and the, my blood pressure was too high. 
And so they, they said, well, just take a Valium and come back. And I did. They're like, okay, hell it's yeah. good. It's fine now. Did they give you the Valium at least? Yeah. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. Just go sit in the car for 20, 30 minutes, ride it out. Well, no, they made me come back because I had to go get it. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say. But yeah, it was fine then. Pink Floyd, get high, come back, (laughs) be like, oh, man. See, here's the problem, though. If, if, If your blood pressure is high and I artificially lower it during surgery because of the anesthesia people you know they have all those medications that drop it in seconds Mm -hmm. but you're not on something long term to keep it low um when you wake up and as soon as you start having a little pain your blood pressure shoots through the roof rob pile 20 on the cash thank you rob Vimbo, paypal cash app the bub army tell me keep it rolling so like dan when you canceled the girl because she was 200 over 100 do they just do they get mad as hell? Mad as hell. Pressure went even higher, and so I. Uh, <laughs> so then she went to two twenty over one twenty. You're like, see, bitch. she was like one ninety over something, and then I started talking to her about it. And the next pressure was literally two hundred over ninety nine. No, um, what? No, what? What? Like, what was that from? She was otherwise healthy. She was, yeah. Well, well no, no, I talked to her a little deeper, and she's like, "Well, my blood pressure was one sixty over something at the at the doctor's, but they said it was fine." I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not fine," and you need to go back to that. You know, guy, and have you him. Probably re- called him a quack. Yeah, I did say something. Yeah, of course you did. Yes. And then Dan, um, Dan said, <laughs> "Yes, I, I did call the guy a quack." <laughs> Ass clown, I think I called him. The guy that, that said one sixty over, you know, a ninety was, was is, is okay for you to go yeah. get your your fat sucked out, lipo willy. What an idiot! So um, I said, if you get it fixed by Tuesday, we'll put you back on Tuesday. Now, how would you get she it fixed? She, he just has to put it on something. But you, it's not my job to do it. Hold like on, now, but, a ten lol or something. Yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying is like, but what I'm know. saying, Blitzy. I mean, uh, uh, Dan is like, can you get on an immediate blood pressure medicine and it, it have that quick of an effect? Oh yeah, it'll work in a day. Really? For real, two days. Yeah. Plus, plus, she does take anxiety medicine, and she didn't take it the morning of surgery. Oh, well, there you go. So that's like the opposite of what happened to Blitz. Yeah. He doesn't normally take it, but they added it, and his pressure dropped. She normally takes it, and she didn't take it, so her pressure jumped. Yep. She wasn't supposed to, though. Or? She, I tell him to take that medicine in the morning, but she wasn't. It wasn't. You know, who knows? Okay. Like all like, I know is she will be looped on Tuesday with a pressure of like a hundred over sixty. <laughs> like, it's okay to do like a, the normal amount of benzos before surgery. Yes, probably if you're used to it. Because if you go through a withdrawal, your pressure goes up. Okay. You know, because they're and that's narcotics the and benzos like Valium and stuff are are addictive, and you have not just like a psychological addiction like you do with marijuana. But you have an actual physical addiction, like oh, you do I'm with psychologically alcohol. and physically addicted to a lot of things. Well, there's a withdrawal. <laughs> and oh. The whole point is, it's a, there's a withdrawal, and so if there's like kind of like what you're doing through nic- nicotine right now. Absolutely, physically addictive. Are and you? How are you doing on that? I'm not smoking. I still want to just choke the world, but now it's been, I'm just it's been since March. It's almost been a month. It's om- <laughs> in like in four days or five days. It'll be a month, right? Right. Now, Has it gotten when, any easier? Do, no. when, when does it Not get? Really. I mean, you've 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 quit, six months. You've quit. Three bo- months. You've quit before. Yeah. Like and like, weeks. when did it? When did it? You know, when did it get? When did it get easier? It gets solidified right around two or three months. Right. What, so maybe you, another thirty, maybe another thirty, forty-five days. Yeah. And then when you mean when you say solidified, what do you mean? Where you're done with it. Like you're really you're not like thinking about it, Pretty trying to negotiate it. with yourself. You know. Have, Have you, you replaced that fixation with anything? Food. Um, I gained about six pounds. Yeah, he's a gas station food. Yeah, gas station food. That's <laughs> really asked, good for you. Have you asked Jay how long it took him? He said six months the other day. Yeah, he did. Oh. And he stuck. He really stuck with it. Oh now, yeah. Steve he's, never, he's a stubborn guy. Steve never <laughs> smoked, did he? Never. 
Yeah. Uh-uh. Good. It's so funny. Out of the three of you, I would think Steve would be the one that would smoke. Oh, no. Not if you know him. Like Steve's, no. Oh, the like super healthy type? And super clean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super like he's Johnny Squarepants. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah right? He wasn't, he wasn't as a kid. He was the, he was the dough. Hold on. He's kid. Johnny Squarepants on thim, some things, and then he's very, very not Squarepants well, on I the other. He's I daddy just, derelict. I see. I see. I just, I just imagine him as like a high school kid smoking. No. No. Uh-uh, hell no. Not at all. He was an athlete. Okay. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't smoke. He wrestled. He was, just, he was trying to. He was trying to beat up Dan, and and yeah. he certainly <laughs> yeah. beat the hell out of Jay. Every day. Poor Jay. I know. Steve's like, man, you know, I can only get Dan a little every once in a while when he's you know not paying attention, but I can whip Steve's. I can whip. Uh, uh, Jay's ass every day. Yeah, I was a lot bigger than Steve the entire time, so I would like dominate. But then he'd get those shots. Who you know? who is the biggest? I, like, I it, am. It, it, yeah, but how close mm. is Jay, how close is Jay? Jay's taller, but, but I'm I've thinner. always been like bigger and heavier. Right. Like what do you well, like? What are you weighing right now? What do you think Jay's weighing? Um, you know, I used to walk around one eighty five to to one ninety five for like twenty five years. Uh, now I'm in the low one seventies. Where do you prefer? I like it now because you know I'm a little lighter. My thighs don't rub when I run, and what about I'm better like, surfing. What about like 65, 60? I'm shredded, but I look really skinny and emaciated. Yeah, you do. You know, I look I, a little younger when I'm a little fatter. Yeah, yeah. Fat, fat makes you fat is is um, youth and it fills it, it fills in the college hand, does <laughs> yeah, it not? It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> you want that facial volume because you know as people age, they lose facial fat and they lose bone. And so that's why they they look deflated. I mean, it's just you you lose the volume. So you get fatter as you get older, right? If you keep your muscles growing as you age, then your skin will stay tight. Uh, so enough enough. Doc, by the way, welcome, Doctor Diaco. How are you, my good friend? Morning. <laughs> I'm good. Has there ever have you? What's the sketchiest you've ever? Nobody's no name or anything like that. But like what? And not in residency because everything was sketch in residency, right? Like I mean, yeah. when you're a resident. Uh, doctor, operating guy. I mean, everything you're dealing with is well, not not every like a dog bite or something like that. But there's a lot of more sketch involved. Like you're not dealing with on your day to day. You know, when you're putting boobs and lips and butt implants and all the things that you do, you're not fixing bullet holes and shot wounds. No. And, you know, people that got ran over by a bus, school no, bus. You know, you're just it's different. Always, yeah. So it's controlled. But like in your private sector as a plastic surgeon. What's been the the what what what's sketch what's been the sketchiest moment? Like there's uh, had to be one moment. You know, you're doing a rhinoplasty on a heavy person, or you were doing lipo. I mean, like, and they started like kind of going south a little bit. Well, you know, in residency, like you said, when you do trauma, I mean, it's just kind of like flying the Memphis Bell, that movie where it's just like it's all shot up. You're just trying right. to land the plane. Right. Please let me land and make it home to dinner. And, uh, and hold on. And your reputation is at stake either. You're just an operating, you know, like if if you don't save a person or even if you'd make a small mistake procedurally, you know, you're just a you're a resident operating emergency room doctor. You know, there's a there's there. It's not a prestige. Um, it's prestigious, nonetheless. But it's not. You know, you don't have your own brick and mortar building, uh, and you're you know you're on your own, and you're a big time swinging deep plastic surgeon, and you need a good reputation. You don't need any nightmares about you know your work. Whereas if you're a resident guy, you know it's like I don't know who the guy was. He felt like maybe he messed up on Grandpa Jimmy. You know, like they don't really know. You don't have your own practice, and and your namesake isn't nearly you know as meaningful then as it it is now right right so you have to you know obviously you want to get to have you know you want to have a good reputation and not have any nightmare stories so to speak but there has have had to been 
uh, like a couple sketched out moments in like you're yelling at the anesthesia, uh, you know, you guys are arguing because you think maybe you're losing them or, you know, like, have you ever, has, have you ever been like, has there ever been anything like that? You know, I, the sketchiest moment I had in surgery was not my operation, but in the operating room next to me where an anesthesia, I'm sorry, where an OBGYN was trying to do a laparoscopic um, tubal or something like that. And he hit the artery, the iliac artery. On right a woman? The aorta, yeah. So he was trying to do, what was he trying to do? He was trying to do a tubal ligation laparoscopically. What's that mean? When they, they cut your tubes, tube tied. Oh, tube tied. Uh, okay. Yeah, tube tied. All right. So, so he, what they do is they don't just tie your tubes. They cut them and tie them. Right, kind of like Carterize much them. like they do my vas, you right. know, for my make wiener. Gap. Right. This make this. No, make but are tubes bigger? Are, are, are tubes, are women's tubes bigger than my wiener wiring? Um... <laughs> I mean, like my vas. Yeah. I mean, are, no, is honest tubes same. bigger than my vas? No, they're about the same. I got, I got big tubes. Yeah, she's got she's got big tubes to go with those earlobes. But <laughs> uh, people apparently people with big tubes, big earlobes, big labia. You know, just all all all. Hold on, we're not, let's not put together. big labia on her poor little I'm thing. Sorry. Come on, now. I'm oh, sorry. Sad face. Because she's taking a blitz's big monster doesn't mean it's bigger now. It doesn't change that. I changed it now. It's not the same. I mean, same. probably pretty snappy back into shapey if I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's probably that's why I'm trying to stick up for your labia. I appreciate it. I call it snappy back into shapey is what your labby is called. So anyway, Danny, so you were like, were you like, uh, you know, in in doing your own thing, right? Right. And then they come and the sky messes up. a little scuttle. You hear about it, you know. You hear, you hear something. What's going on? And all of a sudden, you know, there's, you know, this patient's like bleeding out. And so, do they literally come in and say, "Doctor, Doctor Diaco, we need you"? I just overheard. When you, just like, you know, you have this situational awareness, and if there's something going wrong nearby, usually you can feel it. Pick up on it. Right. You pick up on it quickly, so. Unless you're um, in this dark cave of a studio, and you have a, there literally could be nuclear war right outside this building, and we would not know. No idea. Thank God. Because there's no no windows, (laughs) and there's just nothing. Yeah, it's like burns. Can, we can't even see each other for the can't most part. Can't hear Taylor Swift playing from in here. No. no. So, so now were you were you like wrapping yours up, or you were at a moment where at least? Yeah, yeah, I was absolutely. I was wrapping mine up, and all of a sudden, you know, there's this, this scuttle through the halls, and I'm, I go in, and and I'm I find this. I find a a patient that's literally like coding, dying out, and the other people are trying to save this patient's life while meanwhile this anesthesiologist has his back on the wall and his hands like on his chest and he's just sitting there like a deer in the freaking headlights. Hold on. Which is the reason that I don't think non-surgeons should be doing laparoscopic stuff because when they get in over their heads, they don't know how to climb out of the hole. And so homeboy was panicking. Homeboy. I thought you were calling yourself homeboy like you're John Cena. Call no. yourself third person and you came in and fixed the deal. So Johnny, so, so Andy, Andy Anesthesius, Andy the Anesthesius, he's flipping out, right? Right. Because he, he, now does he, is he like looking at her at, is it this he's, woman? He's literally back against the wall. He's not even participating. He's keeping his hands up because he's trying to stay sterile. And he's got his hands against the wall. His eyes are wide open. And he's literally that deer right before you smack into him at 70 miles an now hour. Now where's the OBGYN? 
That's the guy I'm talking about. Oh. He's just sitting there. The surgeon. The surgeons. He's OBGYN's the surgeon. Okay, well, who's the anesthesiologist? You said he, the anesthesiologist was back against the wall. I misspoke. Okay. Forgive so me. The, the anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist is trying to save the guy's life. All right. So or the, woman's oh, life. So the, so okay. the OBGYN, the doctor nonetheless, right. that was doing the tubal tie, right. f- was all freaked out on what was going on, and he right. literally stepped back away from the table, right. and everybody else in the, in the procedure room, including the anesthesiologist, is trying to save Jumping in action in this, right. so you got well, you got both all nurses, all hands on deck. Right, but there's a there's another there's a general surgeon that's there, and so she and I open the belly and stop the bleeding. We put our finger in the dam. You know what I'm saying? Like put the finger in the hole in the dam. So what I'm saying is the anesthesiologists are. Does he say Dan? You know, like d- does the no, doc- we all know exactly what's going on. It's obvious what's going on. The lady's dying because there's some bleeding inside. It's the only explanation. Her blood pressure went from normal to like nothing. I mean, does the anesthesiologist starts going, okay, come on now, we got some problems. All right, now hold on. I'm I'm really starting to get some problems. Okay, my numbers are not good here. Like something's going on. Yeah, like, it is happens that what they're saying? fast, man. It happens really fast. It goes from normal to like you just lost a wing. Oh, yeah. It's that bad. So you know, You're in a spiral. You're in a you death and, spiral. You and a general surgeon, do you guys literally, the, the, the OBGYN literally lets you guys take over? Oh, the OBGYN was incapable of doing anything except for wetting his pants. And so you come in and, I mean, nonetheless, save, save the person, right? Me and, now, me and the you... general surgeon hold pressure. The general surgeon, we get another general surgeon, a guy that you know, um, I'm not going to mention his name, right. who comes in. And I literally, like, I, like, I'm on the phone, like, get this guy here in, in seconds. He's there in, like, eight minutes. Right. And he re- does is he, is the he one of my Is he one of my buddies? He, he used to be he used to be partners with my dad. Oh, okay. So, I know. Oh, yeah, I know who he is. The young one, right. not the older one. Yes, the young yes. One. I understand. Okay. So he's, he's still there. Right. Swinging D. Swinging D, stud. So you and, got three swinging Ds in there. Right. So he actually does the vascular repair and fixes the artery. What happened, what had happened was... When the when the uh, OBGYN was putting the trocar in for the laparoscopic scope, he hit the artery, the iliac artery, and so we f- we figured it out. We found it, we stopped it. Yeah, but when we you hit arteries, it. I mean, don't those things pump out like high volume? Pump, pump. Those are big ones. The iliac is right after the aorta splits into two. It splits into the iliacs. Now, do and you at that point? How do you if you've cut that artery? How do you reattach an artery? You don't reattach. You just sew the hole uh, closed. There's usually like a nice little slit in it. So you have to clamp it above and below. So and it. And then repair it. Is that a reckless mistake or is that? Oh. I mean. Dan, is it that by, happen is in that the by hand? Of negligence. Is that by hand or by, or did you sew by hand or did you sew by, by. Staple uh, or something? No, no, no. It's hand sewing. It's hand so sewing. So you're, you're in a woman's gut sewing an artery by hand. Right. Wow. And so then after we're all done. And, and, and he's just on the radio here like it's no big deal. This <laughs> bitch is open. I Wait, mean, slicing on. people open like is, a fillet. So it was a laparoscopic surgery. So then you had to make an, a, an incision. Right. A yeah, big you do a big trauma cut. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Big trauma hold on. Cut. When you say a drama, when you say a trauma cut, are you saying right down the belly button, like slaying right. it open that, like a fillet? As fast Ooh. as you can, man. You don't go through the little How, layers. When it's you like, cut her. It's like one slice to the, to the belly. When you cut her, where did you start and where did you stop? Um, we started uh, right below her belly button and went to about three inches, nah, two inches above her vagina. 
Oh, right down there. Vertical in the middle. Then what do you do? Fillet it open? Like clamp grab it, it open? open? You just grab it open with retractors, and that's where, you know, your cool, smart experience with a little gray hair surgical assistance come in handy. Because when you have, you know, a person that's like never done anything of any import and has zero experience and something like that happens, they decompensate. If you have someone that's a weathered, seasoned veteran, a little salty, a little gray hair, you know, maybe if you got avia, if you got avia in there, she, if, if you got avia in there, Come nonetheless, test. she's pulling that flat, that skin flat back, knowing Hell that yeah. you need it pulled back. She ain't afraid of no ghosts, right? She, I mean, right. So you got you know a couple of surgeons that are usually that are literally peeling this hole back, right? And so that you, you have got, to get to it because you guys got to get to it. That thing is deep. So, and there's blood everywhere. You can't see a damn thing. Now, are you asking for suction at this point, too? Well, you suction and laps. What you do is, you know, when you have a, a, a belly or a pelvis filled with blood, you put laps in there to just try to wall everything off to figure out where the blood's coming from because yeah. you got to soak there's it laps up. like ga- gauze? Those are like big, they're the bigger gauze. They're right. The ones that, like, they open up to be, like, almost like a, a placemat. They're right. so big. But but at that point you're in suction, right? And suction, so yes. that you can actually get to the pipe right. that's leaking. Right. And right. then also we you know, what we did is we, we clamp the aorta. You know, you, you go you know it's going below the aorta, so the first thing you do is you clamp above the aorta. But doesn't to, is she but, getting back pressure now on her heart? I mean She needs it. Because she ain't got no pressure. Oh. She needs back pressure. She's losing it all. I mean, you know, so if you exclude the bottom half of the body by clamping the aorta in the mid belly um, you can preserve life when someone's lost but, a lot but, of blood. But, but, but is there a certain now, amount of time? Like you, you, you can't. About forty-five minutes. All right. So you if, can you, cl- if you clamp past that, then you kill the intestines. Unless you clamp below the, uh, you know, those arteries. It, it, Anna, isn't it amazing? We Crazy. just roll in here and do. Yeah. We just do radio and stuff like that. This this is what this mother effort does. Yeah. He's clamping aorta. He knows surgeries that aren't even his. Yeah, he knows. He, he knows how long you got to clamp it in order to keep the intestines uh, mm-hmm. alive. Well, you got to know this stuff, man. And so, Nan, you did you go? Did you, are you the one that did the sutures and the piping? Um, I did some of the sutures, and then I had you know my, my boy the, came in. You have the I, hands I, of an angel, supposedly. Right, but it was appropriate to have the general surgeon come in and kind of you know kind of go through it with me, and 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 again. Did the woman well, ever we know? Done, did she it? ever know how bad how how touch and go it was? Or they just say, "Oh, Mrs. Johnson, she's got a huge slit in the middle oh, of her stomach." That's true. Yeah, I have to finish the story. Sorry. Yeah, there's more to it. She's dead. So after we're all well, done, that was a real nice pregnant pause there. So Ooh. after we're all done, um, the vascular surgeon that we called in shows up about forty-five minutes later, and he goes in and he's trying to inspect the wound and inspect the repair, and he does a little finger sweep, and he starts he stirs up all the bleeding because apparently there's a ve- there's a, a vein injury that he created or st- whatever oh, happened. Jesus. And this Was he person, like doing like a check for the dust kind of deal, like a white glove it, deal? Exactly, exactly. And, you, and, that, and you know that douchebag is always that douchebag? Well, this particular douchebag um, stirred up the bleeding again, oh. and I had already left the building at the t- time he c- came in. I was already gone. I was on the way home. And I'm like literally in the car, like smiling, like I saved life. I saved the, uh, the, uh, that pee doctor couldn't do it. I, uh, 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 uh. I was doing the whole Dan dance. Of course he was. <laughs> Listening to his Dan damn songs. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I was on I cloud saved F and la- nine. I, 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 here up Dan. Here up Dan. Then, <laughs> <laughs> Who's John Cena? 
<laughs> Dan Cena can't see me, bitch. Uh, you can't, you see, can't me. see me. I got my invisible. <laughs> I feel. I feel like when Dan walks into the operating room, they hit John Cena's music, and he goes. And he goes. I he has intro music. Yeah. We were listening to Planet Dan this week. So, so then I got a phone call. And the vascular surgeon started up so much bleeding they couldn't stop, and the lady died on the table. <gasps> oh my god! For real, yeah. and it was a different place than where the the uh, artery burst was. No, it, it was, was from that, there, there's, that there's, little finger flip. The, 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 the little finger flip started up the bleeding, and the problem is, is that when there's a, 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 a vessel that's damaged. If you rip the sutures, then it's really hard to fix it a second time. Yeah, because you can't re-suture a suture it's, 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 necessarily. It's ripped. It's, it's you don't just, got it any becomes, meat to hook onto, right? Right. It just tears. It starts tearing, and so and then oh. then it turned into a, like a vein injury too, and the veins even harder to sew. Now, nonetheless, trying to get to the artery, and then uh, it's the lady died. She bled out. Did so. um did she? Do you think that? Her family sued. Uh, they the did sue. Oh, oh, may I continue? Yes, please. So they put sued. that lawyer hat on, kid, because you're two, but you're two uh, and one. Okay, so they're. <laughs> <laughs> so they. Uh, you're double barreled, buddy. I uh, I had to be deposed because there was a big lawsuit. Sure. And you know I didn't like the way the questions were going, and Jay did not attend to this this the deposition. Usually when I'm in a deposition, oh yeah, Jay's always Jay's there. there. But I was if I got if I get deposed over a parking ticket, right. I'm bringing Jay. Right. Please. So for some reason Jay wasn't there because at the time you know I told her I wasn't really a target. You know I was just as a more of a you know yeah. a good Samaritan. Well, you weren't. That wasn't your case. It wasn't your patient. You right. know you I just, just walked in to save as an unstable patient, which gives you protection as a good Samaritan. Right. You know, and good Samaritan and protection. you when you you know when when you left. The patient, the patient was stable, was stable and revive. You know, was not going to die. Saved, yeah, was, was alive. Right. Saved and everything I mean, was you, fine. Did you depose that you were even in the middle of your dan dance? You understand, uh, uh, Your Honor. <laughs> I my bar. Your Honor. I mean, I, 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 I was pumped. I, I mean, I went to the gym and did sets of two twenty five for fifty, buddy. I was jacked. He's listening to heroes. Oh, listening yeah. to Tool. So I was answering their questions as they were asking. I did not like the way that was going. And so, um, what'd you say? I said, you know what, guys, I don't appreciate because the, they're like, well, do you think when you were doing the chest compressions, you contributed to the? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! You're telling me that I caused the problem here? Are you kidding me? That's what you're telling me? Did you're you telling me? Did you get all guidoed out? Just like this. <laughs> I go. You guys want to know what really happened? Your client, the OBGYN, created the injury, then freaked out, froze like a deer in headlights, and sat there like a little nervous freak on the wall, filling with his fingers, contributing nothing. Me, the anesthesiologist, and that female surgeon came in there, and we held pressure until the other surgeon came in there and did the repair, and we saved her life. And then your vascular surgeon client, now sir, my music. over there... Huh? I said, now hear my music. Okay, and your vascular surgeon over there did his little finger sweep and killed the patient. You want to know what happened? That's what happened. And then the, the surgeon said, I mean, the uh, the, the uh, lawyer said, uh, this deposition is we now over. We have no more further questions. No, they said, this deposition is over, and the case settled the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. The family should have given you a fig on oh, that deal. Oh, man. I, did, I literally did a WWE promo. I went off. So you're probably them. playing nice for a while. Then once they started to, to try to put a little something, something on me? you. Blame me? I'm the you're hero. talking to me? You know who you're talking to, bitch? <laughs> I'm a hero. And $36 million of boob jobs around here, buddy. That wasted song, the whole Dan dance. <laughs> the Bubba Radio Network will return after this.
Hey, this is Jim Florentine, and you're listening to Best of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. All right, Dan. So I went to I went to your football game on Friday. The Bears. First of all, that is an absolute rat. I mean, that is a rat race with that stadium. <laughs> oh my God! Dude, all... It's usually more crowded. That was empty. Oh my lord! First of all, how many how many how many fields do they make out of one football field? They make like ten. Yeah. And what's the field? It's two fields. There's two fields. There's five on each side. No, I know. <clears throat> so what I'm saying is, what are they? With, it goes with, sideways. It's 25 by 50. 25 feet wide by 50 feet long? Correct. Okay. So first, quarter of a field. first of all, your players, if they're not a primary, you're, the first thing you need to work, work on is everybody trying giving 100% effort every time. Because on every even, route. I agree. On, on every route. Because even if you know the ball's not going to you, all you're doing is tipping off a good defense. To, to you're, you're basically telling them that you're not getting the ball, which means they're going to be able to tell when you are getting the ball because of how hard you're trying. One. Right. So run. they call that run through the route. <clears throat> run through the route. Try. Act as if you are the primary, like you're getting the ball every time. Mm-hmm. Second, second, Danny takes like, and I concentrated on Danny pretty much because that's the only kid, him and Gene Lasker's kid. That's the, those are the only two kids I knew. So right. and, and those and I wanted to you know be able to give you a synopsis of both kid. Now Gene's kid's a little bigger, and is he's that big slow, big slow center like I used to be? Does he have decent hands? He's getting better at it. So okay. I didn't throw to him much this game, but I do plan to throw to him. Now, you do know this. I've, I have I kept stats that 50% of the time, the person misses the flag the first time. Mm-hmm. 50% of the time, the, the person that's trying to grab the flag misses. So mm-hmm. I would, first with Gene's kid, is I would have him snap the ball and do nothing but straight butt button hooks. And I wouldn't even do necessarily overhand pass. I do shuffle shuffle passes to him or have him go four steps and a real quick sharp right have your guy forward lateral it cuz it takes too much time to come over the top. And meanwhile you can just do a little shuffle pass. Now he that kid's going to get Gene's kid's going to get 7 to 9 yards every time. Mhm. Because one, chances are the, the guy guarding him isn't paying attention. Isn't paying attention, right? And misses his flag, and all he, all he has to do is literally get that ball and start rumbling up field. I mean, first downs are ten yards, right? No. Or you or you only have four out four plays to score. No, it goes like this: the first to get to the fifty yard line, you have three plays. Then if you get to the fifty yard line, you have four plays to get a touchdown. All right, same difference. Nonetheless, because it's fifty yards long, right? Yeah. I mean, no, it's how many? How many yards? Fifty how, yards long, and you start off on the five. Right. So, you, so, so you, you, you need to get like twenty yards to get three downs for twenty yards, and then another four downs for the last twenty-five yards. All right. The other thing is your quarterback needs to. You need when you call a play, he, you need not to have a. He can have a check down. The only way your guy would ever have to not throw to the first guy is if the first guy didn't run his route correctly. Because if the guy runs his route correctly, he's the, he's going to be open. Usually, the, the, yes. The kids, plays are designed that way. These kids are not good enough defenders to be able to to know where the guy is going to run the route and to be able to get their body position in front. 
Right. So if your guy gets the ball out quicker, you run faster, sharper, harder, no, you know, harder cutting routes that you that you guys should be unstoppable. And I would like, let's say you got, uh, I think you got a. What's one of Danny's primary plays? Let's he runs a, a, a pick and a slant across the middle. All right, what, what, what's the number on that? I don't remember offhand. Let's call it 12 okay, red. Okay, we'll call Tw- it three or four. Let's call it three red. Okay, okay, three red. I would come out with a three red, see how it goes. Boom. And then I would call three red every time until they stop it. And then once they stop it, go to, you know, 18 blue. And then run it every time. Consecutively? And, and Yes. Because eventually, on the after the third time, the defense is going to suck down over there, and then there's going to be blue wide open, right? Wide open. Then once you go, to, you know, sixteen blue two times in a row, then that's when you get Alaska's kid in with a little three yard sh- shuffle pass, and he's going to rumble for nine. So I just interesting, and, and then a quicker, quicker releases, mm-hmm. quicker releases, and more rollouts. Your your quarterback didn't seem to roll out that much. No, I don't have him roll out much. Which, I, which, he needs to. Okay, okay, absolutely. he needs to. You need to like he needs to roll out so much that like he it looks like he's actually running the ball. He stops then and then chucks it. Okay. So that those are I'm just those are just I'm my my my, my, obser- my observations. And that's a good idea too because it it seems like you're shifting the eyes of the defense. Too. Right. If, you're, if your quarterback's more mobile, because if they can literally just stare, because right they can't at, rush, you know. Right. But, but, but so since I since I determine look. he can't rush, they'll all flush the field though. Mm-hmm. So like let's say you had your quarterback and 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 Lasker's kid hikes it to him, and you're and since there's no rush and you can't go past the line of scrimmage, right? Mm-hmm. He just starts sprinting to the sidelines like to you. Then right before he gets, you know, two, three yards from you, he's, he sets. He's got everybody flushed over to him, and he, he, val- he quick valves it over to, you know, to, Other side. to a guy. Right. To, but, but not, you know, across field. I'm talking like five yards over oh, to I see what you're saying. The guy that's in front of him but following him sort of. Yeah. Right. Or okay. just have the center stay, have Lasker's kick. Center stay just right put, just right there, and so as he as the quarterback runs as fast as he can over to you, everybody's national boom. You just dink dunk it over to the center, and he rumbles like Dave Casper from the Oakland Raiders, like a seven or nine yards. Boom. Right, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. <clears throat> and then you know what? Call the same play again, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna be like, okay, and then call the same play again, and then they're gonna be like, man, we're gonna put. You know, two guys on the center, and then guess what? Danny's open for a wide open, you know, post pattern. You know, if the guy can get it to him. That's are a great you, idea. Are you, alla- are you allowed to lateral? Um, you could do a lateral. It counts as like a handoff. But like, so what I'm saying is, if you put Danny in motion, okay, you know, down, set, hut, Dan- you know, on, you know, on when down, Danny starts running, set. Danny's, you know, almost to the quarterback. Hut, he's, you know, two yards past the quarterback. The guy, the quarterback, pitches it to Danny. Danny looks like it's going to be a run. He stops, throws it back to the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And bam, you're off to the races. You got everybody flushed to the left. That's or actually, I, actually, I'd have Danny in motion because he's right-handed. So you have Danny in motion from left side of the field to right. Right. Mm-hmm. As soon as he gets by the quarterback, it's snapped. The quarterback then laterals to Danny. Danny runs like he's coming to you, 
boom, the quarterback just kind of trickles, kind of trickle follows him. He then throws it back to the quarterback, and the quarterback's off to the races with the center blocker. Are they allowed to block? No. They but, can set picks, but, but no, they're block. not. They're not allowed to block, but they're no. allowed to run downfield, aren't right. they? Yes, they are. So so you can get that little Lasker yes. rumbling downfield and just, you know, kind of kind of hedgehogging his way down there. And they can do laterals all the way down to the end zone. Yeah. So anyway, it, your plays are designed as if – as if these kids can run good routes, and none of them can run really crisp cut routes. Like, all your routes should be 90, uh, was it 45. All of your routes should be 45-degree cuts. Mm-hmm. Boom. Nothing faded out, nothing, just a, everything up and over. And then the ball the ball is going to this place. Now, the, running, the, the wide receiver better be there because mm-hmm. the quarterback is throwing to a position on the field. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's just what I saw. I understand. I understand your distinctions. I think it's all great advice, and I'll try to incorporate it. It's hard though, because these are you know it's like herding cats. So you know they're they're eleven and twelve. All you gotta do is have them run routes. No, that's what I've been trying to do in practice, trying to get them more precise in the routes and and try to sell it, even if they're not the receiver. Right. Make it look like they're the receiver. Right. Because I noticed out of the really good teams, it looked like every guy was a real receiver. And, every you, play. and, and you tell and you tell the kid this: everybody is going to get the ball thrown to them. At least two times a game. So be ready. Be ready. When I call your color, it's coming to you. It's coming to you. Like it, it's, it's, and you, and you tell your court, don't give your quarterback the ability to check off unless that guy is 1,000% triple teamed. Don't, there is no checkoffs because then, I mean, then the, the kid knows he's getting, now you have an excuse not to throw that kid anymore because he's not trying. So, like, if you call, like, a, a 23 yellow, I think Lasker's kid's yellow, 23 yellow, which would be, like, a standard, you know, button hook, two, three yards mm-hmm. down and a button hook, 23 yellow. Well, yellow's getting a ball. Boom. He goes, you throw him, he doesn't run her out, he, he kind of half-assed, doesn't do good. Well, yellow's not getting a ball. You, I, or yellow tried, he did super good, he did really, really well, and damn near had it, just, you know, okay, well, you call yellow again. <clears throat> but, you you know, you tell the kids... I'm going to throw the ball. Everybody's getting the ball at least twice. Now, some guys might get it six times. After we've cycled through twice, you might get it nine times if you're my hot hand. That, and the hot hand determines on how good a route you run. And if you catch the ball. And if you I mean, ca- I pulled guys from the offense and put them on defense quickly in the first quarter of the game. Yeah, I like that. You know, I was moving guys around because, you know, I hadn't played with this group of people yet. And my, my, my arguably the best athlete on the team wasn't there. So it was you know, big shoes to fill, and I really missed it on defense because, you know, you can have a weak link on your offense. You can't on your defense. And not defense be exposed. And not be exposed. You can't on the defense. The defense got to be tight. Let me, are we still having problems with Rumble? No, we're, we're rocking on Rumble right now. We're rocking on Rumble? I'm sorry. Uh, 14, 1500. Oh, there we go. I, I think I just got mine, mine working. Yeah, Danny, so it's risk and reward. I mean, it's reward and reward. Right. If you go out and you can, you know, I'm going to feed you the ball as much as you can catch it. Now, if you show me, and the way you catch it is by running really good routes because there's not a person that you're going to be defending you that's on the level uh, that's good enough to be able to really defend a 45-degree cut. Right. No, I 100% agree. No and kid. with the picks I have set up, it's impossible. I've told the quarterback a few times, if you do this right and these guys do this right, there's only one guy that's going to be able to catch that ball. Right. That's the guy you're throwing it to. Right. Perfect. And, and so, you know, 
Uh, and, and, and again, crisp, crisp 45-degree cut routes, and nobody will be able to defend it. And everybody's getting the ball two times, and you might get it 15 times. And yeah, we might call the same play three times in a row until they stop it. There's some plays they can't stop. Nope. There's some plays they can't stop. And let's say there was like a 13 red, which was going to Danny, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then, then Danny gets it three times in a row. Well, then you just tell Danny, Danny, switch over to green. Green, go to red. We're calling 13 red again. Now green. Now the green guy's red. We're still calling the same play. The, the defense, now we've changed receiver colors. Now the 13, now the green kid's going to get that 13 route. See if he can do it. And you do it until they shut it down. Okay, now then you go to a complete, because most of the time they can't shut it down. No, they can't. If it's, and then you once do it they, correctly, it can't be shut down. And then if they do shut it down, they're going to have to make a drastic, you know, change on their defense. And then and then something else is going to be wide open, right? Absolutely. And then but you did run you that? see that one? See, I had that one play where I called the five, and they all get really tight, close to the center. Yep. Did you see how quickly the defense shifted? Yes. I couldn't believe how good their they defense won't, was. They, they let they me tell you something. Good. You probably played the best team out there. They seem like a really, really well-coordinated they, team. They were, I, you mean, I'm not, I don't want you mad at me, but but you were not, you not only were outplayed, but you were outcoached. Oh. Just because they they had, they were shifting defenses, yeah. this team was. D- D- Danny's just trying to get his guys to defend. <laughs> These guys defend and will make midstream shifts. Uh, based on formations, like on audibles and things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, audibles oh. on defense. But hold on, you you did score t- four touchdowns on these yes, guys. Yes, we did. So like that's that's the bright spot in here is I think you arguably played probably the best team out there, and you scored four touchdowns on them. That's probably the most. So that I mean like you're cl- Dan, you're close. Like you're you're close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. I'm trying. We're getting there. It's it's an evolution. Some of these teams have been together for years. Right. Literally like three, four years. And so they're the ones that – and some of these kids, like their, their coaches are like literally like NFL players and and high school coaches. So you know, there's another team that was a tackle football team in the fall, and they're a flag football team in the winter. So they're you know they played the whole fall together, a whole full season of 10 games, and they're really, 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 really good. So we're, we're trying, and like you said, Bubba, I, I firmly believe that our team is capable of beating a lot of different teams, but if they don't run the patterns correctly, if they don't make the tackles, and if they don't catch the ball when it's in their hands, they'll never win a game. Right, right, and there was so many, like the pick six. The pick six, man, the quarterback didn't roll out. He locked on a guy. The guy ran a half-ass route, mm-hmm. and your guy ducked it up there. And you know he didn't throw a lot of ducks, but he did throw one or two. That well, the yeah, pick was six was the pick yeah. six happened for three reasons. One, he didn't roll out, which which causes the defense all kinds of havoc on that level. Two, the guy running the route completely broke off the route and half assed it, like was running fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And then three, uh, he du- he completely threw. You know, who was the guy who used to play for the uh, the Bucks that? Trent uh, uh, Dilfer. No. <clears throat> um, Krakowski? No, the guy had a broken spleen. <clears throat> oh, Chris, Chris Sims. Sims. Yeah, Chris Sims did. Was was Sims wasn't that good, was he? He was a nice guy. He went to my wedding. I'm not going to bust on him. Mm. Oh, he wasn't that good, Bubba. Yeah. He sucked. 
That is soft, man. Yeah. He's fragile. Man. So anyway, he Chris Sims it. It was. I mean, I, I could have almost jumped over the fence and picked it off myself. <laughs> with no, with I mean, no warning. It, it literally had a hang time of like about a, 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 about four seconds. Like a punt. It was in there for four seconds. Oh, like a wow. punt. Three seagulls sniffed the ball before it got it got picked <laughs> off. It was so it was just so fluttering up there. And then the other, and then one of the arguably one of their best players, this this little this little um uh like um mulatto kid. With dreads, picked it off and and looked like Deion Sanders taking it back for six. Did High he not? I know uh, it's so frustrating. Do you yeah. like coaching? Because I know you coached that you know that one year or two in high school. Me? Uh, yeah. Oh, I love I love coaching. I coached a co- I, I coached uh, a couple years in Warsaw, and then I was a volunteer coach for Countryside until a woman for the, from the. Uh, a, a parent from the girls' swim team complained that she had heard that Bubba the Love Sponge was a uh, was a, a volunteer uh, football coach, and she was uh, protesting at the next school council meeting. So the principal came up to me and said, "Man, I've already talked to the coach about it, and he is just mad because the kids loved you, and you really have a pretty good knowledge of the game." I was doing defense, defense, defensive line is what I was doing, um, oh, nice. and a little bit of offensive line and weight training. Oh, so was it? I thought it was, I thought it was, always thought it was a parent's mom on the football team. No, it was a parent's. It was a it was a, a, a girl, a mom. girl, a girl on the swim team's mom. Oh. Because the guys, I there was three, there was two boys that were fought, lived in a foster home, and they didn't. They would walk from like countryside clear down to like. Um, Sunset Boulevard, oh. like, like let me like a four mile walk Jeez. home because they didn't have a way. They would ride the bus to school, but after football practice, you know, buses are gone. Are done right, and they would walk. So I was you know, driving home one day after practice, and I saw him walking down McMullen Booth. So I pulled over. I said, "Guys, we're," you know, and I knew him because they one one guy was a defensive lineman and one guy was a defensive back, and they were brothers, and they'd been they were like problem kids. And had been fostered, but they were trying to get their act together. Now the defensive lineman Lummy was a stud. Was he? Like you know how you need those guys to be kind of mean. Yes. He was mean. Kind of like Deion says. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was. He was. Yeah. He was like. So I pull over and and I I said, hey, are you, God, and I knew their names. I said, guys, where are you going? They're like we're going home. We're walking home. Like, where do you guys live? About three miles from here. I said, get in. I'll take you. Just get jump in the back. So I, I mean. And, and 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 that's when I had my bins. I had a bins back then, Lummy. Oh man! So nice. I was taking these kids. These kids were loving it. So like, I was only a coach for like three weeks. So for like for like the last week of 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 me coaching, I took the I would take those two boys home. You know, to their rather than having yeah, a walk. after football practice and then a four mile walk. I yeah. Jeez. So the coach comes to me and he's like, "Listen, um, we've had a parent complain that you know you're." a volunteer football coach, and the coach uh, is so mad, and I've told him that, you know, you just, you cannot, you can't do this anymore. I'm like, well, what do you mean? What 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 player's mom and dad complained? And he goes, oh, it wasn't a football player's mom and dad. It was a woman whose daughter's on the swim team. And I go, well, what does that matter? He goes, well, she's going to go to the school board, make a big deal about it, and all this kind of deal. And I was like, oh, man. So I had to, they did give me an opportunity. That was like at when I got there, what like year? Um, 2000 and 2000. God, it was like the first Karen. Like nine, 99, 2000, <laughs> when I was really running hard on 98 Rock. Jesus. And so they let me go and coach that, la- like, 
It was like on a Thursday in Lamia. So we were just pre-gaming it. You know, Thursday, you know, it's not a hard practice because like Friday's a game, of, right? Yeah. So we were doing walkthrough, and the coach gathered. I, I cried on the way home. Coach gathered the team and said, hey, this is going to be Coach – they call me Coach Bubba. This is going to be Coach Bubba's last, you know, last day of helping. You know, there's some kind of administrative bull crap. And, like, the, the half the team was going to walk off and not play on Friday. They were so mad. And I'm like, guys, don't do that. You're just hurting, you know, you're hurting your record and right. all that kind of deal. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's, 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 no, that's isn't that sucking the fact that you can't even, like, you know, it, it, like if Warren, and you have a like, lot to contribute. And you have a lot to contribute. Like if Warren Sapp went to go and be a high school volunteer football coach, you don't think that any football, no, I'm not, listen, I'm not on <laughs> the level of Warren Sapp, but I am, you know, Warren Sapp's been in trouble, right? Solicitation of prostitution. Yes. And I've been in trouble for some stuff. And, you know, if, if, if a guy that's knowledgeable about football and wants to help volunteer, as long as they're, what they've gotten in trouble for didn't involve, like, molesting of, you know, like, there's just some stuff that you Violence can't. or molesting of children. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, be, beat up. Or your, drugs. Beat up your wife. You know, you know. Okay, guess having sex here, but your buddy having sex with your wife. I don't think that should count. It should. No, it shouldn't. But that was. Hold on. That was. This was all based on the hog deal, right? Oh, it has yes. nothing to do with your with the wife. Yeah. So it was all all BS on trumped up charges uh, that you were vindicated from one hundred percent after a full on trial. It's not like that. They just dropped the charges. They went all the way to a trial. A jury of your peers found you not. Guilty. You were innocent of those charges by default. But the, you know that the school board, when Mrs. McGillicuddy yeah, comes up there. Yeah, they got their spine, man. They and got their spine. And they, people didn't have spines back then, and I they got, they ain't got spines, spines now. They're all jellyfish. The Bubba Radio Network will return after this. Hey, this is Mark Roberts from OAR, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Like, you know, you don't know how much your office spent in, you know, uh, alcohol swabs last month, do you? No. You don't even know. I don't even think you know what your power bill for your office was last month. No. I don't know that you know that your power bill for your home. Yes. You do know that. Yes. So you do the home stuff. You just well, don't I hear the... about it. Oh, does Romina tell you? She pitches about it. The bill keeps going up. Well, Dan, the bill's going up because it's not necessarily you're using more energy. Didn't you get that? Everybody that lives yep. in it's a it's a thirteen to fifteen percent raise uh, on on your on your power bill. Yes, you know the prison raping us, and it's it's not fair because everybody seems to be doing it the same year, and everyone's suffering because of it. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, there's no recession," even though you know GDP was down like three of the last five quarters, but. People are suffering right Anna, now. Anna it's hard to, to fill me. your grocery bag. It's hard to fill your car. It's hard to empty your bills. It's tough for people, and I appreciate hard it. Hard to empty your balls, too. But anyway, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, but, so, but, you know, here, Anna sent this to me uh, last week, and it's true. It's true. 58% of Americans, 58% of Americans, and I'm included in that, 58% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 
58% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, you, you, it's, it's just, and, and, it's, and it's because of how everything, and they're just gouging the hell out of you in the fact that, okay, hey, uh, lumber, let's raise lumber. Okay, well, let's raise, let's raise cement. Okay. Let, I mean, let me, you're in the building. You've been trying to redo your house now for I don't know how long. You started about two and a half years ago. Yes. Remember, remember, remember when we did my remodel on mm. my apartment, two by fours, just straight, you know, two by fours were like 239 or 249 a two by four. Yeah. What are they now? Seven bucks? They came down a little bit, but uh, they hit a high around seven fifty, eight bucks. And so, what are they like Triple. right now? Right now, probably on a good one, probably about five bucks. Five bucks, four or five bucks, see, right see, in the middle. Th- but that's, that's not a, normal but, inflation. That's doubling the price of something. But, that's that's not even inflation. That's 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 rape. So everything, and I, and I just talked about two by fours. Like I was just talking about stupid ass two by fours. Add concrete. You know, add, I mean, add fuel, add the power bill to your house, add, I mean, the grocery store. My Lord, Anna, what did your yogis used to cost and what are they costing now? Oh, right now they're just your yogis. Six eighty nine, almost seven dollars. What were they when you first started the show? What were yogis? Ooh. Probably like two fifty? No. Three fifty? Maybe like four fifty. All right. Four fifty and they're seven now. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's almost mm-hmm. doubling. So, uh, oh, eggs. Everybody talks huh. about eggs. Oh, eggs were like a buck eighty-three. Yeah, and now they're like five bucks. And you could get them all day for one ninety-nine. All day. You, yeah. I mean, if you knew how to shop, you could. But you go, or, or and never more than two forty-nine. I mean, it, as 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 much research as I've done, I think it's mostly a, a bird flu deal. But well, I mean, but but then again, okay. So, so why maybe is, it's unrelated. Why is to concrete else? two by fours? My power. <laughs> Bad luck. Gas insurance. Yeah. Everything Every- has some BS excuse of why it went up. Right. Yeah. But it's because everything went up. And it all started it all started with fuel prices. Yeah, it, it, it and, does. And that's where that's where it starts and ends is with is with fuel prices. And when fuel prices go up, everyone feels it in their purse. Now Dan did did um did Tuition go up at, at your at your at your. It school? goes up every year, like five eight percent, something like that. That's normal. That's normal cost of living slash slight inflation. But you know, tuitions have been going up across the board for the last thirty years, five to ten percent a year every year, no matter Regardless what. Regardless if uh, yeah, I don't you know, think those went up point five inflation or yes, those things have been obscene since they started giving away so much free money for tuition, and so when. The, the pandemic first started, you know, my financial guy showed me a really scary graph. And that is when, I fin- when the uh, COVID lockdown started and people started accumulating cash and couldn't spend it, people, Americans, had a huge amount of cash in reserve. And what do you mean they couldn't spend it? Because you couldn't go anywhere. You could, you know, it was hard to spend money the first two or three months of the pandemic. People mm-hmm. were getting money for free, not working, but having difficulty spending money because you couldn't buy chattel. You couldn't travel. All you could do is buy food. And food went up a little bit, but not that much. And, uh, fuel prices didn't change much, but no one drove. So, in fact, fuel prices went down. And there was you know, minimal inflation. Interest rates were super low. And when the you know, Iron Curtain lifted, Americans rebounded really, really, really quickly. And then the, the disaster the nail in the coffin, which really started and and really promoted the inflation, was like we talked about, Bubba, fuel prices. That's what everything starts and stops. Right, and then because you know why, everything from that two by four to Anna's Yogi 
to uh, you know whatever to to it all needs to at one time or another get shipped yep. from a distribution well from the manufacturer to the distrib to the distributor to the store. Right. So there's at least okay. It's made somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's always sent to a distribution, and then the distribution sends it out accordingly. So it's trucked at least two, and sometimes three times. Right. Well, right. now you know when. So when fuel goes from, and, and you got to probably use diesel. As right. as, right. as the gauge, I think so. I think that's fair, right? Because I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, nothing gets trucked. I mean, there's, uh, there's, but you use diesel, yeah, and and mo- diesel, they, that's how, that's why they gouge diesel always more because that creates fuel surcharges. Which so Johnny which uh, Johnny Trucker Johnny Truck and Company uh, that uh, you was what was diesel when gas was well here give me the price of gasoline on Trump's last day of office for diesel uh, why, don't and- do, wait, 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 why don't we do the last day of the election? I mean, the, the day of the election, because that's really before, because fuel prices change on futures. All right, and hold as on. soon as they knew that Biden was president, I think fuel prices started creeping up. Hey, Alexa, what were fuel prices on the day of the election? Trump versus Biden. Might be a little too much for Sorry, I don't know yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's November 4th, 2020. Uh, hey, Alexa, what were fuel prices November 4th, 2020? Bitch, about to get mines. Hey, Alexa, what were fuel prices November 4th, 2020? Let me bing. Let me bing for the Jeez. save. Jesus. 217 was Hold on, hold on, be quiet. Okay. Alexa, are you uh, awake? Good morning. Huh. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> but you're very, very much being a bitch today. All right, let me go ahead. Two, uh, the average Alexa. fuel price 2020 was 217. For what? 217 for what? For, 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 for fuel. For fuel. And, and, and what was diesel? It was a 298. 298. So let's, can we call that a three? Yes. Okay, we can call that a three. And look, what is diesel right now? Let me ask her. Let me ask her. Hey, Alexa, what are current diesel prices? Here's something I found on turnpikeinfo.com. Oh, no. The EIA reports the national average cost of diesel surged six cents per gallon and now stands at two dollars and forty-eight cents. That's that's there's no way. No. There's I, I just bought diesel this week. It was like five bucks, right? Uh, yeah. Four <laughs> something. Hey Alexa. Is that a national What average? are diesel prices today? The closest answer I know is from January seventeenth, twenty twenty two. When the United States' diesel gas price was three U.S. dollars and seventy-three cents. Okay, well, that was from l- January. Let me, let me being for the goddamn save. Uh, national average on diesel currently is four twenty-three. All right, so four twenty-three, a dollar twenty-three a gallon. So what happens is Johnny, who's shipping, you know, five thousand uh, truckloads of two by fours to Lowe's and Home Depot and Menards Distribution Center, now has to pay a dollar twenty-three extra per gallon. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, those 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 semis get honest to God. About eight miles to the gallon, if right, eight mile, miles to the gallon. So I mean, just they add everything's got a fuel, everything's the fuel got surcharge, a f- and it's usually the percentage when right. it's the ship. So know. and that implies hold on. The so, the, so the fuel surcharge gets charged from the guy who makes it, who ships it to the warehouse. So now the warehouse is paying for more, and then the warehouse who ships it to the distribution center. He has to he has to tick tack it on, right? Yep, definitely. And then the distribution center that takes it to the actual store. 
Uh, the average thing's trucked at least three, maybe four times. Well, let's peel it back even more. So why did fuel go up? Is it because production at the re- refineries shut down or I think fuel for a while, think, right? Because there fuel, were no planes, people weren't driving. So I, the, I think fuel went up for a couple different reasons. One, what you just said. Yeah. And then two, anytime we have a little, like, you know, Hurricane Ian or anything like that, even though Hurricane Ian I don't think really affected any oil rigs. I don't think so. You, you mm-hmm. know, the biggest port. No. No, there's only one thing that really affected fuel prices. Uh, what? Biden's fuel policy and yeah, his yeah. commitment to shut down fossil fuels. Well, the pi- at, remember at the, the pipeline, the Americans, yeah. Yeah, the that, pipeline that didn't help either. None of it helped. The pipeline, which stopped, which is completed clear to about the middle of Missouri. Right. And it needs to make a left and go to like the middle of Illinois, which I think is the second largest refinery. Mm-hmm. And then go continue South. to go on down to Corpus Christi to or right. H- the Houston Galveston area. Mm-hmm. That's they had it. They had it. They have the pipeline built it's all a- the way from Alaska all the way from Alaska, all the way cut through Canada, all through the Dakotas, you know, or whatever. They went through uh, an Indian bail, burial ground. Yeah, they went through that. Sorry. <laughs> and, and then they got it stopped somewhere like in Missouri. Yeah. They just got to make a small little left and, and connect it over to, uh, to Illinois. And then they got to come on down to Houston. They probably have, percentage-wise, 80% of the pipeline built. Do you imagine? And his first day in office, shut it down. His first, I think, I think maybe perhaps the one of the first bills, one of the, he the first signed. executive orders, right? Yeah, because he said he was going to do it and he did it, which like whatever. I think on a day one or two, I yeah. think it was the first yeah. day. Yeah, I think it was like I'm not signing this here, Bill. Stopping the wall and stopping the pipe. Stopping the wall and stopping the pipeline. Two disasters for America. Him stopping mm-hmm. the wall has allowed literally millions of migrants to cross the southern border, which is a true disaster. It threatens our sovereignty. It threatens our security. It's adding and here's a good to thing. the, uh, to the fentanyl epidemic. We need good migrants. We really do. Yeah, we but, really need good migrants. So they should have to have like a migrant test. Right. For real. I don't disagree, Bubba. And, you know, back in the day... Um, we used to really screen who came into America and stayed in America, and now we and are and when, just and, and, a funnel. And just when come you on were in. on, when you were on, was that Paris Island? What, 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 um, Ellis. Ellis. Island. When you were on, uh, when you were on Ellis Island, didn't they? At if you were not. Worthy necessarily, or you were stupid, or you looked fat and lazy, or or you had a disease, didn't or they, were sickly? Didn't they literally sequester you and send you back? They would either sequester you and see how you did after a week if you were sick, and if you were crippled or useless or decided to be undesirable, they gave you at the good time, news. You got a U-turn and a round-trip ticket back. Right, they did. They yep. actually said, I'm Bye-bye. sorry, guy on crutches with two broken legs and a sorry. learning disability yep. who's 52 years old who cannot come into the American workplace and really, really kick some ass. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later, buddy. What gives everyone send the your, right hey, to the send big your, party? Send your young family that's got strong backs over here immediately. Right. Or some education. It says uh, about 2% of uh, were turned for good, turned around for good. Hold on. That's it? Yes. We let 98% of uh, immigrants in? Yeah, at the Ellis Island. Uh, usually about 20 to 30% oh, were stopped. 20 to 30% or 2%? You stopped. 20 to 30% know. were stopped. He, he 2% know. were turned away for good. Uh, that's it? 20 to 30% were, like, uh, as Dr. Dan said, like taken in for a screening, detained for many reasons, and 2% were turned away for good is what the number is. It seemed like there was a lot more than that. Well, that's, but that's when we really needed people. That's when, you know, we really needed... We're expanding as a country. Yeah, I We're mean, you growing. know... Yeah, that's when we really needed people. Well, guess what? We're full. <laughs> we're absolutely full... Yeah, tapped of, out. Of, of, you know, we're full of 
lazy people that want to come in and get a, a, a super uh, care pack, like a starter. I think they give them a. I think they give them welcome to American starter kits, don't they? Oh yeah, we used to have like the welcome wagon. Now we got you know the the Biden welcome wagon. We used to we have cell phones and money. We, I think we houses. used to have. Hey buddy. Go on into New York and find yourself a job or find your family and start working for their business or, you know, start working. Just start working. Now we got, yep. hey, buddy, here's a check, a cell phone, some free insurance, and, uh, and sign up sign up right here. We'll get you some housing. And here's your Democratic registration. And here's your Democratic <laughs> registration. Don't forget about Power to the Blue, my friend, yep. who lets you right on in here. Yep. That's, 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 how, that's how you do it. Nowadays, that's how they're doing it. Uh, let me just send something. We'll we'll throw up. Uh, good. This is this from President Biden's yeah, Twitter. Tweet. Oh, your TV's not on for Dan to see. Oh, it's not. I got to turn it on. Next break, we'll turn it on. Uh, good. The fans will see it. If Dan's monitoring, uh, and uh, uh, Dark Match uh, Macho Man will will throw it up on Rumble. I see it now. Um, uh, good news. Inflation has fallen by forty five cent uh, forty forty five percent from its summer peak under Biden, uh, President Biden. So now we're this week's so data massive. showed continued progress in our fight against inflation, with annual inflation at its lowest since May of '21. Uh, we're seeing lower prices at gas, groceries, and electronics, and wages are up. No, we're that's, not seeing lower prices. That's breathing room we're for the seeing, hardworking Americans. We're seeing a slight less increase, and he's calling that a victory. It's still increasing massively, dramatically, at a way higher rate than it has in 20 years. He sucks. <laughs> Easy, Dan. <laughs> he sucks. As president, he sucks. What's his job? His job is to do three things. His job is to make America easier to live in, safer to live in, and stronger in the in in the world. And he's failing at all three. Well, he wants to lick the world, so yeah, yeah. Well, licking, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. We'll come, I, I think we'll he'll come back with on that one. <laughs> uh, well, we'll come back with that. Anna sent me a, an article where he, Anna, didn't you say he wanted to lick the world? Yeah, and it was funny because Blitz and I were like, what was he trying to say? Lick. Like, I don't even know. Lick, because lick can be can mean, like, beat up. You got licked. Oh, like you're like saying, oh, man, right. Anna, you took on that girl and you really licked her. Yeah, it was a big I mean, licking. Uh, yeah, I've like never licking. heard that before. It, 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 it's like a kicking butt. It's not a lesbian thing. It's okay. like you licked her. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. it's really, really like old. Oh, it's it's like Irish. Yeah. It's yeah. Old Irish it's, oh, okay. It's well, like, uh, it's like um, you know, like. Well, my like, bad, Biden. Like, I didn't realize. Like little rascals. Like, man, Spanky, you really licked him. Yeah. You gave that guy a good licking. Yeah, a good licking. Yeah. Mm. You gave that guy a good lick. You know, Spanky's not, you know, turning, you know. It's archaic. No, it's, yeah, very. <laughs> the Bubba Radio Network will return after this. Hey, this is Rich from Rep Theory, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba, the Love Sponge Show. Now, Camille, Camelia, she is soon to be... How about Camilla? Camilla. Prince... Yeah, Prince Charles, who's now King Charles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's been King Charles the day his mom croaked. Yeah. And, and then just formatically, they have to do the coronation, right? Yeah. Right. And is it coronation, coronation? Coronation. 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 And that's it's just, that's just all ceremonial and fo- and formatic. He's the king. Correct. Yeah. Now the king, I don't know necessarily what the king does because you know England years ago took the power 
of government away from the king and they have a parliament and a prime minister and that's kind of their form of government and they well, have, and well, they okay go ahead well the 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 king gave up power in order not to be killed what do you mean? They were threatening to overthrow the king. He's like, whoa, 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 we'll just give you guys the power. You guys let us stay. They had kind of, they kind of negotiated. When, when, when was this? Like the, like the. Oh, like 150 years ago. So like in the 1800s? Late 1800s. So the late 1800s, the people of Great Britain are like, listen, Maybe we're tired. That, we're tired of. It's before that. Here, let me ask. Late let me 1700s, ask early 1800s. Alexa, when did the people of Great Britain re, uh, I don't even know what to say. From wikipedia.org, Greek and Roman writers, oh, in the 1st century perfect. B.C. and the 1st century A.D. Alexa, name the inhabitants. When did the king give up power to parliament in England? 1649. 1649? Oh, From my God. Shut up! By signing the Magna Carta in 1216, oh, the King Carta. John was forced to give up land and power to the lords of the shires. Yep, 1649. 1649, not feeling so fine. That's right. So they, so the king has not been the main man since the 16, mid-1600s? That's when he started giving up the power. They finished giving up the power, I think, a little bit later, but yes. Wow. It was gradual, but yeah, little by little, they eroded so, the power. So since 1649-ish, they have been just a symbol, just a- Ceremonial j- figurehead. Jay, sir. Okay, yeah, yeah, get Jay in here. Hello, Jay. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Excellent. How are you? Good. Trying to keep your brother in line. He's, I know. I heard. And Deandre, 1832 is I know. Windy. I heard. Yeah, that's, what I'm ta- that's the date I'm talking about. 1832. 1832 because passed back, the last bill. They completely castrated the king was the early 1800s, 1832. Right. 18. Because in 1776, when we, you know, when we seceded from England and declared our independence, the king was very, very instrumental in running the, the war. And they felt they, they took a big L there, right? They did take an L. And they're yeah. like, man, now, 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 what were they so mad? It was like, listen, did they want to run America? They wanted, uh, did they, they wanted the money. They wanted the money. They wanted the, money. They wanted the moolah. They wanted it's all the about the money. And so the they're saying, okay, our people discovered it, or we went over there and conquered the Native Americans, and so they're all, you know, people from Ooh. from this our area. This is a British colony, right? And so they, we want to just like they still, they're, you know, they're like, isn't Jamaica and other? How many British colonies? There's like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Most yeah. of those island countries. countries are becoming independent or have in the last fifty years. But they still, mm, still they lot. still pay homage like, to England. Yeah, but and like give Jamaica money. has their independence, and they still give them money. Oh, of course they get. But, their I mean, you got to think. Uh, of course they get money. I mean, Dan, you just—it's yeah. it's blood in, blood out. You got to—you got to gradually get out. You know, you just don't—you right. know—cut out. You, know, you cut get a lot of protection, name. especially if you're a tiny, like, peant country. You know. Yeah, that's why. That's why Britain wanted. But to Jamaica should come to us and be like, "Listen, we—we'd rather have your protection. You're closer to us. More Americans probably come and visit here than stupid uh, dark teeth uh, Great Britons. And so we'd like to—you uh, know—for you to be our protector. You know, and we'll send uh, you guys X amount of dollars and some weed." <laughs> and, and we would do it. But anyway, make a long story short, you know, it's been a long time since the king really had any power, right? It's just yes. all a big ceremonial fluff job. 200 years almost. So King Charles is the king. I don't know what the king does, but, you know, everybody goes crazy over the, over the king. Counts his money. And he's married to, I don't know why he divorced Diana. In fact, if he would have never di- divorced Diana, she would have never been, she would have never died. Not true love. Been with Fahad. True love with Camille, <laughs> but she's a horse-faced bitch. I know. I know. Well, so is he. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> it is. So maybe, King maybe, maybe bitch. she was like, you know what? As much as uh, 
as much as it is for I mean, I got to get to hell. I mean, I can find. But Dodi Fayad wasn't wasn't billionaire before other people. He was a billionaire, he was a billionaire. playboy yeah. billionaire. And yeah, but what, what was what the was King's a billionaire though too? I, I mean, was getting the, ready to the say King's family is one of the wealthiest families besides the Rothschild family. Is the uh, the the English monarchy? They have their their wealth is really kind of priceless almost. What I'm saying is like I mean, Dodi Fayad probably wasn't wasn't you know either that much richer or that much poorer i mean like you know they, they, on the same level yeah so, so she would have been a lateral move for her so she was like man i gotta get this i mean i gotta think being walmart with family is more <laughs> who does oh uh, the, the walton family the, the walmart family yeah you know? they're the most mars family uh coke mars family, family. Coke, Coke Bros. Yeah, I know? mean, Princess Diana could have been with any rich, any rich guy. What it would be with her? Was she straying from the relationship? I don't know how did it. How did it I go watched, down? Here's the thing. I here's hate a, admitting here's this. Thing. I, I hate admitting this, but my my mom likes watching The Crown. So when I was home for uh for winter break, I was watching it with them. What's The Crown? It's about the freaking you know. The, is it a reality show about? No, or it's is more it like just... a docu series. But who knows how real it is? But it I don't know. To me, it seemed like the bitch was kind of doing her own thing. She was a little bit too popular. Everybody loved her, and I mm-hmm. think that the other royals were like, "Yeah, you're kind of making the rest of us look bad." Especially because she wasn't blood-related. Right. She so. married into the deal, and then she became real popular. Everyone's like, oh, Princess Diana. And everybody else was like, hey, what the hell? That would be like, hold on, can I make an analogy that I'm going to get a lot of heat over? Yeah, please mm-hmm. do. That would be like if um, it Candle uh, uh, would like all of a sudden be the most popular Diaco. How mad would Dan be? Or if, <laughs> or if, uh, or if Jay the merch was the crick, first to laugh. Or if he the upset Anna had the belt. Or if uh, Merch Creek Mafia really takes off, you know, and you're like, hey, what the hell? Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. Next thing you know, Merch Creek Mafia is like everybody wants that. Nobody wants anything. No to do one with wants Bubba Army. Everybody noticed? wants that. Merch Creek Mafia is out doing appearances. She's out having lunch exactly. with the Diacos at that union today. Everything's like nothing. I'm like, you know, nothing. I'm like what the hell? Have you noticed that they haven't done so much promotion with Kate Middleton because maybe they're trying to prevent that? You know, you know what? what? And she's even prettier she's than print than Diana. Way prettier. Diana? Way more special. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. She's way more she stunning. She's yeah, absolutely she stunning. No, they're not. Oh, and she really is. <laughs> I, I, I think she. Megan is just, Markle's hot too. She's she hot, is. but she's slutty hot. She's stripper hot. You know, she's a skank. Yeah. Megan Markle's like Megan Markle's like Man. like domestic do, domesticated. You know, like homebody. Like like you know like uh, would be on what what's one of those book books that women like home and garden hot. Who? <laughs> like, Martha Stewart. No no no. Kate Middleton's Women's like home world. and like you know like she's a, a home and garden. You know, but whole, she's mathematical. Yes, yes, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's classy. She's domesticated. She's, she's you know, beautiful like smile. Like you said, Meghan Markle, stripper hot, and 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 uh, you know, Kate Middleton is like classy. You know, mom. Right. Exactly. You know, like really super hot. And the other thing is, is that when she opens her mouth, she doesn't say the the garbage that Merkel says. And so she's not an embarrassment to the family or to England like Merkel is. Now, Anna, did the, crown, did the yeah. crown show kind of allude to that Diana was kind of getting over and like, when I mean getting over, like a wrestling term, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like kind of getting over. Too popular. And apparently, and again, because I've watched the Meghan and Harry things. So. It's okay, babe. So we need to see. Now, hold on. You're, it's, it's, it still it's, hurts. It's, 
It's yeah. helping. It's helping contribute. I know, but I really didn't want to contribute in this way because, like you said, you know, a few days ago, you're like, oh, Anna, you got pretty, like, uh, she's the expert. Uh, like, you know, man centric interest. But Anna. I'm so loving it. You can be girly at times. We want you to be girly. All right, fine. So basically, <laughs> Harry and Megan, again, according to the Harry co- and Megan, right. um, we're experiencing a very similar thing as uh, as Diana experienced where they were getting a little too big for their britches because they did a world tour when they first got married or engaged and everyone took to them really well because like Megan's like a 16th black and everyone was like, oh, amazing. Look at the royal family. And then the rest of the royal family was like, yo. What about us? This ain't cool. And so, uh, you know, they, they started getting some heat, and then they responded to the heat, and then it just went back and forth. Man, and what a bunch of up. racists. One sixteenth black, and that gets you in trouble. I mean, that's a number I made up, but oh, you know, okay. understand. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but, but you know, but it's probably it's probably in the in the in in Buckingham Palace called you know Princess Diana syndrome. And mm-hmm. when one of these bitches start getting over more than the Especially actual royal. Especially when they're royal, not blood-related. I think again, it would, I, I equate it to if Candle was more popular than Dan. Dan would freak out. Yeah, we need to make that happen. <laughs> Dan, there would be a meeting. Boy, how would that meeting go? First of all, it had to be just Steve and, and, and Dan. And Jay wouldn't even be allowed to be at that meeting. And then, Dan, you'd have to come up with some kind of... And then Steve have to go to Jay because you couldn't go to Jay. Yeah. And say, listen, you know... Candle, like, let's say Candle invented some kind of, you know, something. I don't know, maybe some kind of. She dumped me in five minutes. <laughs> she... What? <laughs> Here, here's the meeting. Guess what? Here's I'd be, the... I'd be Hold calling on. for a meeting. Here's, Dad, here's, Candle dumped me. Here, here's the meeting. Candle just dumped Jay. <laughs> she just, she just invented like some kind of goat leash. She's like, I gotta be in front a of my body a billion. Yeah. yeah. I don't need your dumbass play cards and your attitude, buddy. I'm out of here with the kids. And you know what? I'll even pay you child support there, buddy, because I got a B. I I got Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco distribution (laughs) with my new goat leash, and I'm out of here, buddy. Uh. Pain alimony, DJ. Hey, this would be interesting. How many of the Diaco wives would leave their Diaco husbands if they won, if they invented some kind of patent and got $1 billion that were not, that was not yours? I'd say all of them are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. For real? Yeah. Yeah, they're all gone. Well, let me say, what would even you do Krista, if you won a billion? Even Krista? What would you, of course, first she'd be first route to work. <laughs> <laughs> here's my half to you, Stevie D. See ya. Stevie D, here's 500 you, million. Stevie D. See ya. Don't ever call me again. We'll share holidays with the children's. Yeah. <laughs> Make your own chicken cutlass. I got to go on a 20-mile bike ride. Yeah. Pound your own chicken cutlets, <laughs> you goddamn ADHD neat freak. I can't take wiping the shower down right. one more minute. There's 500 mil for your chicken cutlets and your laundry. Your shower squeegee. Yeah, I can't take one more drop of water on a... Oh, he gets so... It's oh hard my. water. Remember one time I called him and he was in the shower and he had just gotten out of the shower and I go, Steve, I know that you're freaked out right now because you're looking at that shower and you're wanting to squeegee it, but you can't. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, you know me so well. And I said, and the longer I keep you on the phone, the longer you can't squeegee it and the more water stains are developing. And he's like, you know me so well. So torture for him. Oh, so they all would be gone. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. And would they all pack up? Would, they, would like, let's say Romina wins five billion dollars. Oh <laughs> man! And d- does she, she does she give Dan two and a half? I think Romina stays. No, she fights. Here's what happens: I trick her into putting it into a joint account, and then she can do whatever she wants because now it's half mine. It's half yours anyway. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's actually all mine. What, what do you mean? 
Our, How does that work? It's the way the prenup works. It's no, no, all no, she gets money. You don't get it, Dan. You don't Dan, know how like, work, like Dan, life works. Dan, if she won Powerball <laughs> right. on a ticket that she bought herself, mm-hmm. your prenup means nothing. Your prenup means nothing. No, she's going to put it into a joint account, and then it, I have access to it, and then her assets. No, she's assets, not. Her Candle's going to be over defined. there with her faster than you and get her, home. Her, and, and, her value is defined. Yeah, what's your value? By contract. Idiot? He's talking about his hold value. On, What's hold on, Bubba. Jay Is just said. Candy? Jay just said. What's your value? Dot dot dot. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> I mean, he did. We're talking about what would you get of hers? Half. I you know how you're not subject to a prenup, are you? Huh? No. The the, the money would become common because we put it into a joint account. It's already no, common. No. no, it's not. Dan, you're you and she, she doesn't get to keep it. You're divorced. She get, becomes a, a gazillionaire. You get divorced. You get half the money. You don't get all of it. You get half of it. I get all of it, and she gets her alimony. No, Dan. 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 The Hillsborough County. Dan. The Hillsborough County. The Hillsborough. The Hillsborough County Court doesn't work on Dan's world. The only thing that works in Dan's world is your brain. Yeah, I don't want any other lawyers to hear him say that. I know, but I have a very strong prenup, and so all assets are defined as a number. All yeah, of our joint it, assets are defined as a number. He thinks he'd get the five billion and then give and then, her and, the prenup money. Yeah, <laughs> and then she gets she get you know ten percent of five billion when it was her lotto ticket that she bought all by herself with my money. But, uh, 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 oh, oh, man. That's my you money. Stiff. That's You're my money. Dick. That's Isn't my it? money. Is there is there Do you an ever argument say the for word that? Hour? Yes. What? Do you ever say like the word "our" like "our money," "our, our house," "our" anything? When I'm using pronouns. O U R. The only time he uses the word "our" is when the children are involved. Yeah. He only uses "our." <laughs> your, your son did this, and your son did that. He only says "our" in quotes. <laughs> God, Dan, you are a dick. He really is. He's a dick. Dan, we're gonna miss you at lunch today, buddy. I know, but I'll see you tonight. Oh, he's, I, I oh, made yeah. an extra reservation because he yeah, has panties yeah. in a wad. You're not coming now? Oh, don't worry. Chris is. Yeah, no, so, she's not. No, she's yeah, not. hopefully not. She is. I'm not nothing, nothing, ag- no, nothing against Chris. I'm like, from the No, she's not. We're having a boys' lunch. This is boys' lunch. Talk to Steve about it, I, No, I, he has to talk to me about it. I made the reservation. Oh, He's a guest. Oh, oh, uh, who's a guest to my lunch? Your restaurant. Uh, Krista? Okay. No, I didn't say that. Oh, then I heard your little half percentage comment. <laughs> oh, you got I, own, I own Twitter. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, for eight dollars you got a check mark, jackass. Hold on. Oh my god. This is getting. This is really getting kind of real. No. I'm like, just playing. He's getting all upset. Well, you you taking some shots? Take shots. Oh, come on. Like, taking oh, shots. Joking. Dan. Yes, Dan. I got. I got to tell you, you've been taking some work. shots at him lately, and no, I don't everyone's, appreciate. Everyone's it. getting a worked into a shoot. Guys, no, no. You you are work. You're no, working not, into a shoot. Now I'm you're not. trying to make it a work when it really is a shoot. It's a work when everyone knows about it. But I'm over here. Not knowing about any of it until I just listen. Yeah, what? it's not a work, Dan. What, Dan Everyone has to be in on the work. Dan, it's a shoot when you're saying it over the air, and Dan and and Jay's not here to defend himself. It's a shoot. He, it's a shoot. he, he listens to the show pretty much from six fifteen until he gets here. But unlike you, I'm As not going to call in and defend myself. Right, unlike you, like he doesn't get. A, hold on. Bitch. Unlike you, oh he doesn't get on chat and start and start arguing chat with can't answer with myself. <laughs> I try to be funny on chat, so. Yeah, I well, try to stop, contribute. stop dogging so him. So you censor okay. people. Block them. <laughs> Blitz used to get a list of like 10 people yeah. a day to block. I don't block anyone. Blitz does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, block on, Dan, I block people with a smile. Does, Dan, you do it for him. Dan, he, I mean, Jay, you do see that I, I, I may have maybe 
created even more of a monster. You know, he's got the strap now. Did you see that? I saw him shame yeah. it out of Anna's hands because she, what do you know? she whoa, didn't whoa, put it whoa, on her whoa, shoulder. Jay, no, Jay, Jay. Bubba Did he win it for a specific birthday? joke? No, no, no Bubba, it, it was, it was Bubba's call. It's yeah, my, because it's, he just saw you not having it on your shoulder, and he's like, oh, look how she's not Well, it was it. my birthday, too. She could really care less, and you know how much it means to him. It really means. I mean, it means more it to him than anybody. Heavy. Yeah. Come and, on, you know, you need some meat, Anna, and won't be heavy anymore. Yeah, it should really only be sixteen because this was like a charity gift. No, this was a this was a legitimate gift. No, yeah. for something funny. He did. Jay, yes, Jay, he's funny all day. Jay, Jay, Jay. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get him to leave peacefully. You're you're not helping. I know this you're situation. poking the bear. Yeah. He's trying to calm Jay, down. I just got Tim to recognize that he'd take a couple hacks at you. So just you know, take calm the, down. You, he, calm he, down, and then now you're taking hacks back at him. But he started the week off with being you know, hurt feelioma that he didn't get invited to a lunch that I knew he couldn't go to. I know. And then I changed my reservation so he could go. And you know who he hasn't told yet? Me. I just found out right now. Well, the cha- thanks. Is that, is that true, Doctor Dan? Well, I mean, he knows. He knows. It's a yes what, or what no question. To today. It's not. <laughs> what, what is, is it true, Dan? Yes or no? Dan, or no? Dan is I'm true. still trying to go, so I don't know. Uh, I may go. I now may he's go. changing I'm still it up again. To go, Bubba. I'm, I told you today, this morning, when you asked me, like, I'm not gonna get there 11:30, but I will try to show up and say hi. Okay, buddy, but okay. you don't have he said to because well, we won't that. be able to talk about you if you're there. He said he might be there. Actually, pre-order you something. We'd like you to be there. Yeah. If you, by the way, if you can make it. Text me how far you're out and what you want to eat, and I will pre-order it. 100%. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are you Thank good, you. buddy? I'm good. Muff, you all right? Yes, I'm great. Can you, no, two get get, can you two get along? Yeah. Well, I can't <laughs> wait for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me finish. You've been listening to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show, starring me, Bubba the Love Sponge, co-host and show historian, Lummox. Co-host, Anna Hummel. Co-host, Dr. Dan Diaco, Esquire of Council. Co-host, Jay Diaco, Esquire, the Spitting Cobra of Council. Rhett, the Filthy Ginger video editor. Yeah, back here wearing up. It's Mini Macho. The BRN agent, Thomas Buttoned Up Bean. And for everything else, go to TheBubbaArmy.com. Now, time for the legal disclaimer. Exactly. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show is intended solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this show without express written consent of the Bubba Radio Network is prohibited. We must dissuade him of this delusion. Until next time, always remember. Oh,